0: Recording before? I wasn't recording before, oh, and I'm so glad because you just put me on blast. But now I'm recording. Now you're recording. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Pod Row with Jay Cox and Gilly. I'm Jay Cox. and I'm Gilly. Go get beat up today.
1: <laughs> Jay is in a mood today. He's just been taking my shit, but it's all right. Try hit the button and let's cut off the fan, man, so we can go get busy, man, because he's gonna get on me real quick. Yeah, I know it's hot tech, right? Bro, just hit the however, one that says yeah. speed. Yes. Hit the one that says speed. Hit it one more time. Hit it one more time. <sighs> See, I was expecting you to start recording when we cut the fan off. No,
0: nah, I, I like to start the show where it's organic. <laughs> Randomly. Because Randomly starting go. the show. Like, I feel like that's start mid conversation. It's like you just walked into the room. Like, hey, man, you ready? Because I started recording three minutes ago.
1: That's how we started last week.
0: So I don't want to be rude to our guests. We have two guests in the studio. We're starting to do this. This is a thing now, and we have some very special people who Gilly is about to introduce. We have two guests, but they're one entity. Fuck yeah,
1: Kelsey and Trey, baby. Kelsey and Trey comedy. How y'all doing today, man? What's
2: going on, you guys? How you doing, man?
3: Happy to be here.
1: Real good, real good. We're glad to have y'all. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. Talk a little closer to the mic. I think it throws a little. Yeah, you look like you're getting questioned by the officers and shit. You, it's cool, man. You're not gonna go to jail, man. I know there's a lot of white people outside when the <laughs> drove up, but it's fine. Yeah. My neighbors are cool. The mayor stays right here, uh, right down, right at the end of the cul-de-sac. The mayor yes. don't stay in my neighborhood.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can, I man. I've always stayed uptown, baby. So you know,
2: yeah, I that's love this that's, area.
1: that's the
0: place to be. You know, the, you know they're gonna. Take care of the mayor.
1: Hey, ever since the mayor's moved in, like anytime they th- say or think there's going to be some ice, like they come spray the streets before, psh, mm-hmm. you see my driveway.
0: Mm-hmm. bro. I used to be like, your house costs too much money for them not to come over here and <laughs> <if laughs> fucking exactly. do your streets, bro. They were doing us dirty. The police chief, actually, uh the ex-police chief, she
1: stays down the street too, but I guess she but, didn't have any pool. Yeah, she don't got, got no more power. Snow. They were like, fuck her.
0: They're like, Yo. I could give you some tickets.
1: I guess she can't give any tickets because she's just cheating. Hmm.
0: Hey, bro. I want to talk about the show we did last night. Uh, (sighs) The Indian Bear Winery. The Indian Bear
1: Winery. Uh, Associated. Well, we actually did it for the North American comedy tour. It wasn't the comedy brewery brewery tour tour. because it was a winery. Right. We thought about that the whole way home because I saw it on the flyer and I was like, where's the (laughs) brewery? But- once we got out there, uh, wineries we understood. Yeah, they had that picture on the wall. I, uh, I'll post it on the website. But man, there's a lot of wineries, man. I thought it was like wineries Listen, uh, and breweries. A lot of a
0: lot of people drink wine, bro. It's like two hundred. A lot of people drink wine, bro. Wineries in there's Ohio. money in wine, bro. But the wine was
1: magnificent. Even Karen Jesus bought, was making wine, bro. Karen drank a bottle and then bought two other bottles. That was a good move on my tab. So I I bought them, but I, I haven't tasted them. And she said they're delicious.
0: Listen, bro, I had a terrific um, mile back. What is that? Is uh, that, that really that's really a fucking listen? Word. Listen, I just is, my wife taught me the word. That's how I know it. Uh, I don't know too much about wine. Uh, Trey might know a bit about wine, at least about some basic pairings or Why something the like the fuck that. would dude? Trey know He's about a chef, wine, bro? <laughs> well, he but. That food and wine do you, go together. Do you know,
1: before I start talking shit to him, do you know a lot about wine because you're a chef? I said yeah. some.
0: I said a little bit. I didn't say a lot.
1: There's some basics. There is a difference between a uh, wine that you actually drink and cooking wine. And I discovered this because my mom had this bottle of wine sitting next to the stove and it just bothered me the longest. So one day I needed to drink it. So I decided to get me a drink and it the worst swig of wine I've mm. ever had in my life. Cause it's, dry.
0: You deserve It But it
1: that. was, was cooked. I did deserve it. But you don't, <laughs> you don't learn anything if you don't make mistakes. And sometimes yeah, I probably should have just asked my mother before I decided to take that sweet.
3: But if you need a drink, I mean, it's still going to help with
1: I it. didn't really need it. But it was just, I was like, man, that wine's been sitting there a long time. And I, I might have been watching like Bone Appetit on Viceland. <laughs> and they were doing some shit with some wine. I don't know
0: why I needed some fucking wine so Trey tell me about like wine like what's a malback. did back? you see you how you did that, that Kelsey is? I don't know what that is no. All right, but a wine like so when it comes to like white wines go with this and then red wines go with that you know like that stuff don't you
2: yeah most of the time I, I look it up for the most part but I know which would go kinda
3: or well, red wine goes with red meat yeah beef right? and like No white salt. wine goes with fish yeah and Malbec, That's I think, right. is
1: drier. Ask him again because I want to take a picture of his eyes because he looked like a deer in the headlights. He <laughs> was like, "I was waiting on Gilly to just tell you shut the fuck up, man. I just know about cooking. Well, I just know, know
0: he's a chef, bro.
1: But that is just because he's a chef doesn't mean he has to cook. It's a lot nice with to know, wines. but
0: it's I didn't say it a lot with wines. I said I just was throwing it to him because we were talking about wines and I was trying to like lead into like us talking to our guests."
1: He wasn't ready for it. It was like, wait a minute. I Google it. All right. Bro, just sometimes like niggas ain't ready for the, the ball. Play.
0: That don't mean you don't pass it. I Google it or I YouTube it. Fucking like Jordan, you like you hit you had to like trust that they were gonna be there, bro. And he wasn't there. It's okay.
1: But you know how long it took him to just earn that trust? There was plenty of practices. It Was like, man, what the are you
0: thinking about, man?
1: I usually I like the ball here. I don't like the ball
0: here. Yeah, but then when you're high caliber athletes, you should be able to do that. And I think Trey is a high caliber person who I thought I could throw it to and he would be able to pick it up and run with it. But I was wrong in this capacity because he wasn't ready. I don't ready. think
1: you were wrong. I just think you just asked him the question too early because he wasn't ready for the culinary questioning.
0: I think so. It was All right, so like looking at everything, it was my fault. Like I assumed and I made it.
3: No, he does. I, I mean, Trey I'm does not going to
0: say it's your fault because the way you
1: looked at me it's, it's my fault. And I see how Tia. Hey, if Tia feels like that, that's what I tell you. You can take the bass out your voice, but you also have to take that glare out of your eye, man.
3: No, I respected what you were doing. You're getting the conversation started. Forget and you, Kelsey. Kelsey's
1: <laughs> sitting next to him. She, she didn't see the eyes. So it was totally different. No. He was like, <laughs> some pimp shit no. in his eye. <laughs> like,
0: I was baby powder's assistant so what's up you guys hi hi what's happening i'm glad you're here
3: i'm glad we're here too
0: you guys are uh, one of my favorite fucking couples but you're dope people individually
3: Thank you. and
0: i feel like i have gotten to spend some time with you guys and first of all you guys though the best after parties ever like i just want (laughs) to say like your random (laughs) comedy show after parties are the best thing Like, it's always, like, you never know what to expect at the after party. You just know it's going to be fun.
3: I mean, that's really the only time that that ever happened like that. That was perfect. That We hung out.
0: Yes. All I know is
1: I'm just out. I still have dreams of waking up thinking that the neighbor's house is burnt down so that I can just build a deck like your father's (laughs) shit.
0: That shit is dumb. Yeah, his deck. Yeah, yeah, it's terrific, bro. Yeah.
1: Super craftsmanship right there, man. That yeah, we watched them tear that
2: house down. And it was like, i you will know, just taking it down piece by piece. <laughs> they ain't use a wrecking ball or nothing. Yeah. I think it was a bunch of Amish people It just came out. Somebody paid them. And uh, so they took it down piece by piece. Yeah, they just started ripping it apart, bricks and shit. He left the foundation. And then, then I think it went to auction. My dad bought it. Then he built that deck over. For real cheap. Yeah, Two thousand, I think. Oh
1: because yeah, so you absolutely. You know the tax numbers in and told somebody like for real cheap. You don't give my man in oh, trouble and shit. Like man, I told him a hundred thousand.
3: <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to put him on yeah. Front Street like that. Probably shouldn't have done. That. Oh, he's good. Man, I'm just so. saying, I'd be telling everybody if I bought that shit for two grand. <laughs> hey,
0: that's a couple. You listen, a lot of a lot of property in auction goes cheaper than you think. There's a lot of different auctions that go on out there. Like you can get a bunch of stuff if you know where the auction is. Mm-hmm. If you know how to go to an auction. If you know how to do your research on what you're going to be looking at before you get there. Sometimes you can't. But I mean, internet's a powerful thing. You can, you can find some shit. Like uh, one one of the auctions uh, I want to go to is uh, the Hugh Hugh Jackson. It's a really big auto show where they they sell like old school muscle cars and things like that. Uh I can't think of the name of it. I want to say something Johnson.
1: I would Google it, but I don't know the name of it either. But you know what I did want to talk about? I see your t shirt. <laughs> it's ironic because the Arnold is normally in Columbus every year. What is the name of it?
0: I just know the Arnold. The uh the Arnold uh sports
1: the Arnold Classic. Arnold <laughs> Classic, yeah, it's usually in Columbus. And this year it was... It's
0: only been in Columbus.
1: It's only been in Columbus. Yeah, that's why I said You should it's describe usually, what his
3: shirt looks like. Well,
1: it's Arnold, like a young Arnold with like all the like before Conan hair when it was like real short, but it was still, you know, flamboyant and then he's flexing and then below it, it says, stop whining. I was sitting here thinking, y'all were talking about other stuff and I was sitting there looking and I, it, it just hit me. I had an epiphany. That motherfucker, that, did that shirt come out after... We, <laughs> They stopped Arnold from even being here? No, I yeah, got that this shirt I, for a while. I got
0: this shirt like two years ago. Oh, okay. Because I, I was going to say- It was before bullshit. the Coronas.
1: I didn't want the Arnold coming. Like,
0: I I love the Arnold, and I know- It was a different time. I know the fans love the Arnold, man. They're canceling everything. They're fucking canceling everything.
1: They need to. The coronavirus is some serious shit, man. They just
3: canceled South by Southwest. That fucking sucks. I'm I'm worried about the the cruise
1: we're about to go on, because that's crazy. That's
3: when? When is that, May?
0: It's like seven weeks out. Yeah, it's in April. Like seven, yeah. The last week April of April. Twenty second.
3: Everything of a backup plan, dude.
0: Like you right yeah, Tia is definitely going through contingencies right now.
1: Yeah, I know. I heard the, the the issue with the the wedding right. in Jamaica. If we don't actually stop in Jamaica and she
0: pays the deposit, the deposit is forfeited in and- that's yeah, it. and you don't want to risk that money. Like it's looking oh, like like oh. the carnival's not going there right now. They're I mean, not. It's four thousand. It's not like carnival is skipping the, like the island. They've done it. They're, that's what they're doing right now. It's not like they did it one time and they're waiting to see. Like that's currently their mode of operation. I believe it. Yeah, but you're supposed to get married in Jamaica. Listen, bro. We're going to get married because I love that girl.
1: I know you're going to get married, I, but it's it's stressing the and shit out of I don't give a goddamn right where it is. Stop whining on my T-shirt. Is that why you put a T-shirt? Yes. Like,
0: yeah, Stop I, whining. I'm, listen, I'm all, I'm for motivation. I don't like a lot of like, uh, we can't do this and what's it going to, like I don't like negative, negative people. I don't like negative people.
1: Unless we start taking over the boat. Like Tom Hanks and shit then we I mean we start to start thinking about backup plans man. Well,
0: I told her uh I was like for real. So right now I think if we cancel it's like a $300 per a $300 penalty per stateroom. How many staterooms are we talking? About? We got mm-hmm. 2. All right. So, so you're talking about 3 just $600 so, like right guess, compared though? to four stacks. No, so so four stacks is for the wedding. Like, the cruise is a zone. Like, it's together, but it's Oh, separate. you mean canceling the cruise. I thought you were going to that. Yes, canceling the cruise. Canceling so the we haven't sent deposit the deposit yet. We have until, I think, the 21st to uh, send a deposit in to make to lock everything in. But we're trying to wait right now. It's a very, like, it's a difficult situation to be in because we really, we want to go. Like, we want this to happen. To We've been waiting for, for this wedding. to happen. yeah. To lock for, everything down. For the cruise. Like, like uh, the cruise is already paid for.
1: Yeah, that's what I was about to say, because our cruise that's is already what paid I'm saying. for as well.
0: But if we cancel the cruise, and instead of trying to get our money back, if we just get schedule another cruise, like, we they'll give us a full credit for another cruise right. that we can use uh, as long as schedule scheduled with, within a year. So you see what I'm saying? Like, there's, a, there's that option, but then we'd be canceling our wedding. But then people are already flying in. People are already... Like bought plane tickets, scheduled time off, rearranged schedules, all that stuff.
3: Yeah, Where's everybody that? flying into?
0: Uh, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, well, in Miami.
3: Maybe try to plan something down there. Well, that's understandable
0: minute. about the the Carnival cruise because I mean, hey, if you that is an park, idea too another. to plan something
1: down everybody's there.
3: Everybody's already going there to begin
0: yeah. with. That's a possibility. That is a possibility. Bam.
1: See, that's why we needed to talk about it because you were looking at me all crazy and shit. No, no, group logic. Hold on a second. Look at me like you did again. I'm going to take a picture of you.
0: Bro, that's actually like how humanity works. We're smarter because we have more brain power between us. Even if I knew everything I can know about what I'm good at, I wouldn't be able to know everything in the world and how to make it happen. Like, you can't. You don't have that amount of capacity for... I got it. Like, you don't have that. Like, that's difficult. To have, you well, need we're, other people.
3: Yeah, we need other. That's you need brain you power. And it that's doesn't, doesn't help to have a woman's perspective. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh, he always has a woman's perspective. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he talks about what I talk about to you. But no, it is good. You're, I think you're our first female guest.
3: Ooh. Happy International Women's Day, by the Fuck way. Fuck yeah. We oh
0: record man. this on International Women's Day. Fuck yeah. That's what's up. Stars lined up. It took an hour from you, but it's okay. Oh.
3: <clears throat> and then that happens. So what's
0: been up, Kelsey? It's not a party unless you spill some
3: on your (laughs) chest. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah, nothing. Just I've been busy as fuck these last well all of the year, the entire year so far. Nonstop. What have you been up to? I'm working a lot in my day job. Um, I just put in seventy hours this past week. (sighs) That's a lot. Yeah, and on top of that, going to comedy shows and trying to plan my own shows.
0: Okay. So, then,
3: yeah. So I slept for like 20 hours in the past 36 hours and so I feel good now. am back to life, but yeah, I have just been very, very busy, but it's fun. It's a good problem to have though. So
0: you feel like your schedule, like it feeds itself. Like, so you work real hard, but you go to comedy shows.
3: Yeah. Not as much as I want to, obviously, cause I would just die.
0: All right. So who's, who's, who's throwing the best show in the city right now?
3: Oh, man. There's a lot I haven't I, Well, to.
0: I want to say, I want to, I feel like well, when I say that, I'm like out of uh, shows that we know. Okay. Or well, there's that such we, a variety. Yeah, there is that such a show. variety show. I'm like, so the 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 best show for you.
3: For me? Yes. Um, the, the first Fridays of the month are always my favorite because, you know, the Berkey's, they have their monthly show, Cafe Kerouac. Right. And then Doug does his variety show, Shrunken Head, which a lot of the time is uh, for a charity too. Bananas. Man. Yeah. And and it's awesome. So, yeah. And they're both like, the money you pay to go in, the, the, the talent you see far outweighs the dollar amount that you paid, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. That- Plus, they're just fun
0: places to be, you know. I, the Berkey's, I love, they have a pretty good lineup. They had a, a lineup that I had to, some guys from Cincinnati, Cincinnati, they brought some guys up, and I was like, I had to go see them. I had to. I had to go see them like it was people like I know who I haven't really seen like they they bringing people in they're not just booking people here in Columbus like no, they yeah, are going around saying. like they're bringing people in from all, around the country like people will stop in and you never know uh, I've seen some comics up there who I feel like just because I had the opportunity to see them like the Berkies like showed me more comedy like and that's like they're adding something to the market. There's something oh. terrific in what they're doing and they're adding to the art.
3: They're adding a lot to the market. Yeah. To the scene. Um, those are amazing shows. Like the lineup's different every time. It's never the same thing. Right. You just, yeah. Like you say, you get a ton of variety It's only like, you know, $7. It's insane not to spend money on that.
1: Well, the Glass Cannon, I like Ian Miller producing the Glass Cannon shows. I just like Cafe Kerouac. Cafe Kerouac is a nice room because it's small and intimate. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, low ceiling. It's totally different. All the
3: books around you. Yeah,
1: it's not like. Yeah, it's got atmosphere. atmosphere. It's more of a conversation with a room. It's like an AA meeting with jokes. <laughs> you can laugh at the people on the stage when you want.
0: <laughs> when it's a smaller crowd, you definitely got to get more people. Mm-hmm. Like your percentage of those who are laughing, you got to up that. Because in every audience, like, you have to allow yourself some people who are just going to, like, stale face you.
1: I've seen Mm -hmm. six people in the audience in
3: that room just
1: roll. So it it doesn't really matter how many people are in the audience because that room is just so intimate. It's just right there.
3: Some of the best shows.
1: Yeah. yeah, I've made up jokes in that room that I, whole sets.
3: And everybody just vibing off of each other.
1: Just by sitting around talking with the people because everybody's right there with
0: you and you, it's, it's, yeah, it's a different atmosphere. Okay. The way I was talking about it is like, I put it like, there are four of us in this room. If you told a joke and only one of us laughed, the room would sound awkward. To the untrained comedic ear,
1: I mean, yeah, it
3: depends what you're going for. But, but
1: you know how it is when you write a set out and in your head you hear the the audiences laugh and applause and all that. But when you get on stage, every night is different. Every performance is different. So I've just, I mean, it is awkward when I first started. But sometimes, hey man, a punchline every night don't hit, is you different. Every going. night is different. The next time you just hit them with something different, and then they start laughing at the next punchline.
0: Well, I'm not, I haven't I haven't done a multi night or multi show run yet. Like where I do like two shows on one day, two shows on another day. Like I haven't done that yet. I feel like that's something I want to get to. I'm going to do that within the next uh, 18 months.
3: That's a good goal.
0: Yes. I'm with you. I've had multiple shows. Cuz don't you
3: feel way. like the second show would just be better?
0: Yeah, I'd be warmed you up. You have
3: to. Yeah. Or it could
0: be worse if I'm having my focus a downer. Well then also if people get too drunk. But then like being professional, like you know at the at that level, you know like what you can and what you cannot do. Like you
1: Yeah. We were talking about this uh, last night and a couple of weeks back. Your performance is your performance. Like when I go on stage, I just go up there and I do me. And if something changes then I, and I and I might change my set or talk about something different. And that's just that. But every night your performance is what it is. And it doesn't have to be just like the one I just did 45 minutes ago.
3: Well, you're one of the few people I know that can change their set every single time and always have a good set.
1: Well, it's a different audience and I I've learned you just have to be with the room.
0: If you can just connect with the room Hey, bro, I bombed recently, and it was terrific. And it for wasn't like, a bomb. <laughs> for like 10 minutes, That's, bro. that's what I, I hate. I, I hate when a person like, nah, says listen, they bombed. listen, listen, listen. Did you get booed? No. You didn't do as well as you wanted no, to do. No, it was a bomb, bro. And it In was, listen, head. listen. When uh, Here's the thing. I want to talk about Monique real fast, because that just made me think of something. Monique was a comedian, and is a comedian, and a very funny one, and I have a lot of respect for her as a comedian. What I do not have respect for is the part of her that said she never bombed, bro. (laughs) She said she never bombed, and that has bothered me to this fucking day, bro. As soon as I heard it, like, as a comedian, she said she never bombed. I said, what?
1: Well, I mean, you have to— there's a lot of different types of people. Some people are pessimistic and some people are optimistic. I have not ever bombed. I've never had anybody physically tell me to get the fuck off the stage. I've never now, had Now, I that. Have might have done not as well as I wanted you and I, I really cut? didn't have. I have. I've went over my time. Man, you know me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I first started. <laughs> For that, that reason, though. When you get bad. a laugh at four minutes and 45 seconds and you've only had a few giggles And you just get that one laugh when you first start, man. It just makes you. I used to steal minutes all the time. Used to. I had a joke and I told it in in New York. And it was just a joke. But I did go over 15 seconds with the guy.
3: (laughs) Damn. Even in your joke.
1: I was like, man, this is my real life. This ain't fucking jokes, man. (laughs) People sit down and write jokes. This is my
0: life.
3: But, Cooks, back to what you were saying. She never bombed. Um, I mean, it just depends on your perspective, right? Like, what is bombing?
0: I own my bombs, bro.
3: I think I've bombed like four or five times, and Trey says I've never bombed, so I don't know.
2: That's where we differ, bro. <laughs> You've done good.
3: Yeah, but
2: I haven't heard all your performances though.
3: See, that's, that's love. True. <laughs> yeah.
2: Was he was perfect
0: to me, me baby. He was quick on his feet. Yeah, he you was he was that. perfect to me baby. He was like, "Hey, I ain't I gonna would want see him
3: it. to tell me. He would.
0: Would you do you really want him to tell you?
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Listen, brutal honesty is terrific, but it is brutal. Losing and 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 and
1: looking at losing as a lesson, if you learn something out of losing, it's not losing, it's a lesson. I get it, Mr. Rogers. I'm just saying. So it was not, a bu- That ain't no Mr.
3: Rogers That's quote. like when people say, "I've never had a bad trip."
1: <laughs> hey, man. I don't even have a shawl on. I don't know how to call me Mr. Rogers and shit.
3: It's just a philosophy. You Jeez. always learn something. I'm,
1: I'm going to burn that shirt when you leave, man. I just <laughs> want to follow you on. That shirt. Why, that bro? Shirt. I don't know. I just feel it's that shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? I feel normal.
3: You wore that for the comedy crawl.
0: I love this shirt. Fit you well. T, you're going to have to make another one of them shirts.
3: Did she make that? <laughs> no. Oh.
0: <laughs> he,
1: he bought it from no. the Arnold several years back. We had
0: a conversation. love this shirt. It's very comfortable. It's well made. I'm not going to plug them because fuck them because they don't give me no money. Uh. Yeah. No. It's a nice shirt. Or well, maybe not fuck them. Maybe just like, <laughs> Nah. <laughs> I'm my previous statement yeah maybe just nah So i'm just saying
1: yeah i got you man so what you got going up we, i mean oh we got the show in uh west virginia on the fuck yeah, yeah.
0: i'm, I'm looking forward to
1: that
3: me too i'm very very excited i'm happy to have you guys it's my a whole mom new coming venue down to the show are you serious yeah really
0: yeah because right after
1: the show we have to leave out to go to atlanta for the kenan thompson ultimate Congratulations on that! Oh Congratulations. yeah, thanks,
3: man. I forgot about that. That's awesome.
1: Well, so we're gonna give people in West Virginia a show because I can only give the people in Atlanta five minutes. But
3: yeah, I don't yeah, care. That's the reason out. why I schedule you where I schedule you.
1: It it all worked out, and I'm a, I am a big believer in the stars lining up for you. Some nights it just wasn't it wasn't my time, you know. And I'm glad that those times that I didn't win, I didn't because it made a fire and made me more hungry and there was things I needed to work on and I needed to That's spend it. a lot more
0: time on it. and it brought it right right in front of me. That's face. the way I felt about bombing, bro. Like exactly. I own I own it. It happened. It was a lackluster performance. I could have done better. I did get some laughs because I always start with a joke that I know I'll get some laughs and a joke and I end with a joke that I know I'll get some laughs but the fucking middle of that is pink as fuck.
3: Well, so <laughs> what is bombing? Is bombing getting zero laughs?
0: It, well, it depends. It's relative. It's relative. Like you it's, relative. it's relative. Yeah. So, like dying, like so dying.
3: Zero laughs.
0: I think dying is like when it's worse than no laughs. When like it's like again. it's like negative laughs. Like, oh, like you can feel like oh. when the energy in the room is negative laughs. laughs. That out. is <laughs> what like you are dying. Like when it feels like like you're getting it beat up and no one's touching you. That's <laughs> that is. That is that. It's
1: like Ralphie in the Christmas Story when Santa Claus kicks him in the face because he has a red (laughs) rider, and you're just sliding slowly away from him, but you want to climb back up because you remember all of a sudden what you wanted for Christmas. Mm. But they don't want to hear it now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, those those nights, though, you have to have those nights as a performer. I know everybody just wants to feel like you're Kevin Hart or you're Aerosmith, and they just pop up on MTV or HBO or wherever the fuck you see them. Dog, there are many nights you do not see that they don't want you to see because nobody wants you to see going through that.
3: No, it's called a grind for a reason. they try to explain it to people like yeah, that.
2: Dave Chappelle said he's bombed before, so I know she has.
0: When it looks, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like. That's what I'm saying. I heard that, too, when Dave Chappelle said, like, I, it's just it's just one of those things, like, she might just have been one of those nights where, like, fuck it, I killed out there. And everybody's like, eh.
1: Well, I've seen posts that people were like, man, i smashed smash last night, and then they throw a little clip out there, and hey be like, yeah, nigga.
0: Hey, some people, hey, somebody <laughs> said, like, uh, if you, all these people talking, in 2020, uh, all them people talking about, like, their comedy kills, like, they want receipts. I'm going to tell you right now that J. coke got receipts, motherfucker. I've been consistently doing 45 minutes to an hour.
3: That's good.
1: You got receipts?
0: I got receipts.
1: They might have receipts and just might be a smaller number on that receipt. Yeah. I got some receipts too. No. But I, I don't know, man. I but if you if it that's what that's what the diff, difference is between bombing. it depends on what you're in it for. Some people are just working on being up on stage, in front of people for five fucking minutes, if they can just get past that, that's a victory. Yeah. Once you get past that, then you start looking for material. Then when you start just throwing I mean, out shitty jokes, you start material. finding ones that stick, and then you keep those, and you kind of just kind of keep working. It's not It's not as easy as it looks. Sometimes it just looks like this motherfucker's just yeah, talking. Yeah, sometimes
0: it looks easy. just
1: talking.
3: Dude, I remember. Do you remember this guy back in the Scarlet and Gray days? He, um... He was dressed in all black. He was like a middle-aged white dude and really long stringy hair. He the was devil. dressed in all black. And yeah, like. Are you talking about the devil? Is that his name? Yes. Because yeah. he would go up for five minutes Stephen and stand there and just not say anything at all and just stare at the crowd. Like all fucked hey, up. Like wide-eyed and everything.
0: That show was like a variety and
3: show. And they gave him like a standing ovation. Yeah. Yeah, no. All right. You R. know Scarlet how many times Gray. I
1: saw the devil like get a fucking standing ovation?
3: I he used to do it. I mean,
1: three people in the audience, and he'd still go up there and do that.
3: I didn't realize that it was like a bit that he did all the time. I thought like he was up there one time.
1: No,
0: no, was that time. was his thing.
3: No, that would be fucking stupid. Then did
1: you did you see how quick like when you just started talking about a middle aged man all in black, it just came right to me because Scarlet Gray was where I started, and yeah, oh yeah, the devil was very impressionable on <laughs> me because
3: you remember he taught right? that
1: you didn't even have to use words to get laughs.
3: Yeah. No, it was powerful. Yeah, one I saw, anyway.
1: Yeah. And, and strange, and strange. I, I missed the devil. Somebody asked me about him not too long ago. Have you seen the devil lately? I was like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching Joel Osteen, man, on DVR and shit, dude. What's wrong, man? Shit. You want a box, man? No. I ain't going to jump out the window at my own house, because then I got to run around, and I don't even have a house key. <laughs> I just know <throw> the code. <laughs> I don't want to fight,
0: bro. I know, man. I was just saying. You got to stop whining shirt on. I'm just whining. I'm just relaxed. It's I had a very I had a very I had a very good morning.
1: You know why Jay's humble is because he stomped last night. <laughs> you ever went out to Knoxville County mm-hmm. Knoxville County. Just Knox now when County we pulled either. up, let me tell you something. It's out in the country.
3: Yeah. And Knox when we County. pulled
1: up, we went off of the road and it turned into a, a dirt, dirt road. road. And instead of going to uh, the winery, they went to a field. We we went to the lodge and we pulled up to the lodge and it was real dark. And there was like four cars out in front of the place. We we're like, man, is this it? And so Ian went inside and he came back. And he was like, man, there's like four women in there with their shoes off. Like, this shit is about to go down. So what? you can either leave or not. And I was like, dude, what about that big-ass place over so there? We pulled over and them buku cars, that shit was packed.
0: Yeah, remember? it was packed upstairs and like the whole place. I think it was sold out.
1: Yeah, upstairs. Uh, yeah. upstairs wasn't sold out. There was... Three tables that had just people that didn't pay tickets, and they were acting like they didn't pay tickets, but they weren't giving a fuck about a
0: comedy show. Yeah, I could hear them most of the time I was performing.
1: It was odd because like everybody downstairs that I could see, because upstairs was real weird because it was like right above you. It was a and very, you really couldn't even yeah, see them, but I kept hearing layout. people talking. And I have a joke to just cut that shit out, and they cut that shit out downstairs, but then I still heard something, and it just. It was odd because I've never had that kind of thing. It kind of threw me off because I was, wasn't seeing what I was hearing. And then when I got on stage fucking, and I saw my that stare going up to yeah. That's exactly how it was because it was fucking weird. But that room was, hey, Evan Cackley
0: just. He did good. he did great last night. I was so proud of that boy. Yeah, that he did great night. last night.
1: You, you know, him. I've watched a lot of comedians just like go through the grind and go through the grind and in that one moment you just get to watch them stand in the spotlight and do their thing
0: and that shit was just, it's great, man. I love those kind of moments. Like, I wanted, I'm glad I asked him to come out to the show um, because I was headlining. I built the show so I was like, I I remember when I was starting out and I was trying to get more time and I wanted to do more interesting rooms. Every now and then a headliner would tap me on the show hey, you want to come out and do a guest spot? And i like, Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, and it would give me an experience in a room in a place like a real show, and I just felt like that's something I should give to other people. Absolutely. Yeah,
3: because you're you in that like role
0: like now. Yeah.
3: A lot of people wouldn't do that though.
1: This is true, but when I first started, shit, Mark Lucas and shit, Tom Pluto and all those guys, like Dan and shit, there was a lot of like great comics, like um. Wow. Uh, with your boy, Michael Myers, oh, yeah, there was man, a- they showed me so much love, dude. It was just so fun to just come out and just hang, mm-hmm. you know, doing the comedy was one thing, but just hanging with those dudes, it was just cool. And they always showed me love, just like you say, I man, put you on the show and you get that experience. And, you know, I see it in some of the young comics now. And so I, that's what I try to do. It. Yeah, man. If you I gotta- see something I, and I can help and it looks like they're on the right track, I'll, I'll throw you some pointers, man, because that's what it's all about. Each one, teach one, because we're
0: all going through the same shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like if I, I owe it to comedy to give back to comedy. That's like how to, I feel. To the art of it. Maybe not the, we're, I mean, we got 28 listeners, so I'm not going to say we're a big deal. I mean, I mean, we do got 28 listeners. Man, but we have 28 it.
1: listeners on here. Do you know how many times I just walk around the streets and people are like, Gilly, this is the funniest motherfucker? And it's hey, the man, 28, bro. It's when not you a, get the just about listeners. comedy, man. It's about negative and positive energy. And I just love being able to change somebody because there's been plenty of nights that so I just be sitting here crying. I don't want to go do comedy. I get it. And then it, I go out and I touch somebody, have somebody with a conversation that just changes their life. And that's what it's about, dude. Yeah. Definitely. We all got lows. But they got to be, you got to hang around somebody that's going to pick you up. You keep hanging around everybody that's low, then you eventually, you it's like monkeys in a barrel. Can't nobody get up? Crash bitch, where you barrel. going? Are you
0: happy now? You got a man, bitch? Oh, this whole
1: hacked and all sideways. You know how
0: it is, man. Fuck. I feel like one of the greatest things about doing comedy is the ability to have this many people of talent around me who are just kicking it. Like the environment at these shows are is terrific.
3: Yeah.
0: It's a real relaxed environment. Um,
3: super friendly, super positive, no bullshit. Not, al- no not bullshit.
0: always. Well, I not have, always. I
1: have met some comics that were just
0: dicks.
3: I mean, I'm just thinking like the spots we usually go to, right?
0: Yeah, for the most part, the community down. is pretty damn good. The
3: community is so fucking strong, dude. There's so much talent. I try to tell people. So I'm much not. talent. I'm so proud to be a part of it and know some of these people like you guys, you know, Mr. J. Cokes and Gilly. You guys oh, are dope.
0: Oh Shit. She knew me in the before time, bro.
3: You knew me in the before time. too. Yeah. <laughs> <Lateral generation>, <laughs> everything. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, that's the how I felt. Days.
0: Yes.
3: Talking with Ricky
1: Smiley. You remember in the old room before they changed the funny bone? Just that man that was just just dope, just the actual people. What's your boy? Uh, it was always the Carlos Mancias.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Brent Brent uh, was talking to him and he gave him his number and shit, but he, Brent was between phones. And so he sent it to his mom's phone and his mom deleted the shit because she thought it was just a random number. <laughs> and then Brent called, was like, Mom, what's that number that got texted? She's like, I just deleted that shit. <laughs>
3: Dude, maybe a blessing in disguise, yeah. honestly. Yeah, because
1: that's what Brent I said. is way funny. I, I changed Mancilla. my whole setup that night because I didn't want Carlos Mencia's Fuck stealing no. some bullshit I thought was the greatest joke I've ever written.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And
1: they weren't, but you have to be aware of that shit because on the road, comics can take your shit and then just go to another city. Well, he's notorious for it. Yeah. Well, I, I, shit, there's a lot more than him that's
0: notorious for it, but. I don't want to dig too deep in it. Go, so here's the thing I like about knowing actual comedians and getting to like be around them. They're very real people. Everybody's like very and it's like different. It's like different channels of the same type of entertainment. It's there's shock comics who might be very quiet and off stage. They might be very like but when they go on stage they say all kinds of wild shit. Mm-hmm. Uh alternate ego Yeah.
3: I see that a lot. I mean, there's so many comedians that we know that just have social anxiety out the ass, but they're amazing on stage.
1: Well, who you are and who you want to be on stage is totally different because, I mean, uh, it depends. For some people. people, I'm pretty much myself up there. I I am, but you have to work towards that. Like, you, whenever you start, you're basically mimicking the people that you admire.
0: You got to learn how to give a fuck fuck to to be yourself.
1: Well, most of the laughs, like, when you think you're bombing – because you're going through your set, like when you say, you know what, I'm fucking shitting on myself up here. And everybody's like, ha ha ha. ha Cause that's your most vulnerable point.
0: What what beer are you giving two thumbs up, man? This fucking Mother Stewart's. Mother Stewart's and never heard. Kill Kenny it? Red Ale. And it is all right. Is that a local that's
3: Ohio? Brewery? Right? Springfield. Springfield, Springfield Ohio. the oh,
0: fuck Ohio. did you find this? Please sponsor us. This can is amazing. This uh Oh shit. This there was some care in this. This is a dope design. Let's let's open it up. Let's open it up. Does that have a sound?
1: Your shit sounded weak as hell. Watch this. You gotta shake it up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
3: that's the last episode of the podcast. I hope everybody
0: enjoyed it. That wouldn't be the last. We got waterproof shit in here.
3: Really? There's no way that's true.
0: We have a backup mic too. Yes, man. Nice. There we go. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's
2: this toast. gorgeous.
0: Kill, kill, Thank you. Red toast. Apple, yes, toast. I appreciate it. It is tasty.
1: You know, sometimes you have a friend come over, man. I brought some... <laughs> uh, Brent's brother used to come over all the time, bring a different kind of beer. Like, man, you gonna love this kind of beer. I drink Bud Light, man. That's it. I only drink Bud Light. I've tried Blue Moon. I tried to sell Blue Moon. I had a couple jokes for him, but... I I drank two blue moons and then my stomach started
0: hurting. Bro, there's so much good good beer in the world right now. I'm not
1: really a beer drinker though.
0: Oh my god, so much in Columbus! Like there's so much good beer. Elevator uh, Brewing Company
1: down on Fourth Street, man.
0: Hey,
3: Wolf's Ridge, Seven Sun, Lineage, fucking
0: uh, uh, Wart, Wart. Uh, they're out of date. Let me see. Brew Dog. Let me see if I can get their name right.
3: Brewdog has comedy.
0: Brew is Dog. Elvis, Dog.
1: Elvis juice Elvis. at Brewdog.
3: Yeah, that's an IPA. I can't fuck with that.
1: Man, that but shit is love Jay got me on that. He was like, "Yo,
0: Warped Wing, like Warped Wing Brewery,
1: yeah, out of Dayton."
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, Shout that's out to those guy.
0: guys. Good beer. Yeah. What the chickens here, nigga? Oh, uh, <laughs> like what? We're gonna take a break and uh, we'll be right back. We're
1: gonna even edit this break out so you ain't even gonna know. Bam! <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Pod, row, and shit. Jay, Cox and Gilly doing it big this week. We got Kelsey and Trey in the studios with us today, man. Oh, How yeah. How are y'all doing today? Great. Uh, we good. Good you know, tonight. You know, some people are like. Mess up the times of day. Is good. How y'all doing this evening?
2: <laughs>
0: well, you might have gotten lost because there was a time change. Like it was spring forward. Did.
1: I woke up this morning, my friend had hit me early and, and said he needed to ride out, check out this furnace and shit. So I was like, Yeah, man, but for some reason I needed 30 more minutes. you know what I mean? Man, wait a minute. And then Karen got up and was like, Yeah, the time change was last last night. Lost the hours. I was feeling a little light, and yeah, come to find out, you're right, Jake. Yeah, changed time last changed.
0: Time changes. There.
1: I am so look at the sky
3: seven forty six. I know. I had to look too.
0: Um, yeah, we still steel got yeah the sun in the sky. Deal. Yeah, it's Put
3: a good. It's a good outside. reason
0: to lose an hour. We we'll get more sunlight. Mm-hmm. I prefer...
1: Daylight saving times right here because the sun. I just hate being in the dark.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: well, that's All natural. Everybody, ha- well, everybody hates the dark period.
1: Imagine living in Alaska where you got like three months just no sun, and then you got sun for three months. Man, that would the suicide rate
0: in Alaska's high as fuck.
1: I don't know why the fuck you would you wonder live why. huh like. yeah. ever. I mean, if if your parents would just skeeting in each other up there you were born there you'd be like man i just really want to get away from here but how do i make any money
0: i mean you know seasonal depression that's a thing so yeah. imagine that up there like that's like super dude super yeah. duper that's like super duper duper bipolar it's great it's great it's a very
2: great you imagine a trying, tax break for living in alaska uh, do you pay taxes if you live in alaska i think Would you get you, a huge what tax. yeah but is it worth it
3: um, I actually, thousand, I think. yeah, I heard that the government actually, and this might be bullshit, pays every like actual residing citizen in Alaska um, oil subsidiaries. So they get paid just for living on the oil land if they don't drill.
1: <laughs> like you dumb enough to be here. Here you go. Five dollars. Got to be right.
3: something. I mean, it has to be some kind of incentive to go up there. You wouldn't just fucking do it.
0: Uh, unless you just like. To I would call. like to go to visit. I don't want to like, it's something yeah. I want to go and be like, oh, this is nice. OK, I'm out.
3: Dude, I came from a small town in Ohio and couldn't wait to get the fuck out.
0: Where'd you come from? Uh, where are you from? And
3: Martins Ferry, Ohio.
0: Which is right across the street from?
3: It's right across the river from Wheeling, West Virginia. It's about 45 minutes from Pittsburgh.
0: It's right across the street. Yeah. It's right across Columbus. that bridge. Yeah. That scary that scary bridge.
3: They're all scary. They are. Mm-hmm. They're shutting I, down I, right so now.
1: the first time I went out to Pittsburgh, I had to drive. I went that way and drove across that bridge. And like a week before, I've been watching The Mothman with what you do in a Pretty Woman, Richard Gear. Richard Gear, mm-hmm. and you know that's that same highway, right?
3: Which bridge did you go?
1: I went the one uh, that you cross over. Well, there's two bridges, but I went the, that one time. You know when we went to the show, uh, the, two the suspension shows. bridge. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that one's well, scary.
1: I don't know if it's a suspension bridge. It's that's not the steel. one that
3: was in the movie, though. That was further down south.
1: I'm, I'm talking about that that highway, like that's that's that stretch that they're talking about. It, mm-hmm. and then I saw that it's kind of weird because I always go
0: through there at night because I like to drive at night versus during the day, which sucks because a lot. Of, I think a lot of movies are made in like Cleveland and Pittsburgh.
3: Yeah, there's a couple in Weirton yeah. too.
2: I was in uh Batman Returns, I think, in uh, Pittsburgh when they were shooting it in the. The stadium you got
1: movie credits. Trey just been holding what? out. What
2: celebrity? All when right. He blew up the Is stadium. That... I was one of the extras in that. All get right. The fuck
0: out. Of you were running for your life. Where did you? Did you get to yell?
2: Uh yeah, I was uh like four rows up on the fifty yard line.
0: It's like people. So can you find yourself if you watch
2: it? <laughs> I probably got to get one of those good Blu-rays to like zoom in or something. But I'm probably in there something
0: because you're probably blurred out. They probably shot it at a depth of field. Uh. That was very shallow and focused the background. I don't now. know.
1: If you get a Blu-ray, you might be able to bust yourself out like, Hey, that's me, I nigga.
0: Go. You see, this is Blu-ray TV. Listen, listen. Look at it real quick. We're looking I there, I go. To, yeah, uh, yeah mm, right so there. You missed kinda, it.
2: That day kind of sucked because it was the middle of the summer and the, we all had to act like it was winter, it was so we winter. all had like coats and hoodies on and shit. <laughs> it was like, oh, Jesus, man. did you just, sign man. a
3: liability waiver? Price no. of fame. People just passing started, out in the It stands. started
2: raining like the middle of it. We had to wait a little bit. But did they pay
3: you? Yeah, you didn't even yeah. get paid for this.
2: I got a a T shirt out.
1: Imagine how yeah. Hans Ward felt when he was running that kickoff back and then he looked back and all the field was gone. All his teammates was dead and shit.
2: Oh, Bill yeah. Cower came out uh on the field. He almost stepped on one of the mines that were using. And everybody's like, Oh no, don't go over there. Wow. But, Jesus. Uh, he got out of there, say was like been a, a fucking
0: liability. circus. Yeah, no shit. Today on ESPN, Bill Cowher was blown up in the Batman movie. <laughs> that movie rocked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Bane. That was a good movie. <laughs> Would Bane even be at his funeral and shit? Today my favorite, my favorite one, though, is uh, Dark Knight. Yeah, that one. Was That's good. just, that movie's fucking cold, bro. That's a cold, cold movie. She's cold. trying to get her to watch it. Yeah, I've never it. seen it. You won't watch it.
3: I mean, I would, but just like... Are you
0: that type of girlfriend? Or are you like,
1: no, Trey, last
3: three days we watched this shit.
1: Today, it's my day.
3: I want to. It's on the list. I is just it? don't
0: So what mind. are you watching right now?
3: Uh, right now, I'm watching Seinfeld.
0: Really? Which mm-hmm. season?
3: I am on season six, and I'm very excited for it. Oh. Five was great. I heard <laughs> six is just insane because they just do whatever the fuck they want.
0: Uh, me and Tia were talking about it the other day. Seinfeld, Those they were a group of very bad people. Yeah. Like, they were very, like, bad human And
3: beings. I relate to them a lot.
0: Why were they bad? You mean on the show?
3: Oh, they're just straight up. Yeah, they
0: just did bad. They just, like, they were so, like, careless for other people's lives and all that, like.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, Larry David, you know, I'm, like, the black
1: Larry David and shit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a lot of people didn't know because I told you my my <laughs> great-grandfather and my father side I was Jewish and shit, so, yeah, man, I'm part Jew.
3: There's a lot of Jewish comedians. Man, Larry David
1: is a crazy ass writer. But I mean, after you watch He's Kirby dope. Enthusiasm*, you see where all the *Seinfeld* shit right. is. Mm-hmm. So you're watching like not nine nineties.
3: I'm just watching whatever comes six. to mind. Yeah. I just need something like kind of on mindless. season
0: six of *Seinfeld*.
1: What
3: yeah, season and I just is? Like a ago. I
0: wonder what season *Soup Nazi* is. In. That's why you're not getting it any sleep. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> okay.
1: You need to cut Netflix. Out. So That's why you can't get any sleep. In the Kelsey. Sixth.
3: I, uh, I mean, I get sleep when I actually want to go to sleep. The problem mm-hmm. is staying awake a lot of the time. But no, I just like play it in the background when I'm working. Oh shit! I got you. Yeah. So I get a lot of TV watching in that way.
1: My mama says that I was just
0: resting my eyes, watching the TV with my eyelids. <laughs> so here's something I know about you guys. You guys are into video games, but not just video games. You guys like the classics.
3: Oh, yeah, I do for sure. Nintendo 64 is the best system ever made. Really? In my opinion. Absolutely.
0: Trey, what's your favorite? I got the original NES. All right. So defend it. Defend your answer. Why is the 64? Fight,
3: fight, fight. Oh, the 64. Well, you know, regular Nintendo is super revolutionary, but the 64 was too. You had that sweet controller. You didn't know how to hold it, but it was, you know, if you knew how to hold it, it was the best controller you ever used.
2: That early 3D wasn't great.
3: But it oh, was Mario great. 64. Oh my God. Apparently GoldenEye. Yes. Donkey Kong 64 was incredible. That's one of the best games ever made.
0: I remember getting Donkey Kong 64 from the store.
3: You played it for hours. Probably skipped meals playing it.
0: I sold it, actually.
3: Ah, oh, you fucked up. I you got fucked it. up, Cooks. We can go play it at the crib whenever you want.
0: No, nah, that's all right. Uh, no, uh, that's the, the terrific thing is like they have emulators now. So you can pretty much mm-hmm. play just about anything old.
3: I think, yeah, I know, but it's not the same,
0: right? And that's what I'm saying. I like, I dig the fact that you guys love the actual systems.
3: Yeah, we have a bunch of them.
2: Yeah, we got almost all the Nintendo.
3: Mm-hmm. Except for the Wii U. Yeah. And the Switch. Yeah,
2: we'll get that eventually.
3: Yeah, probably in like 20 years.
0: So I am looking forward to the PS5, actually.
2: Yeah, that's gonna be good. Yeah.
1: Do you see how she, Kelsey, just? Through Trey's hopes and dreams, and just <laughs>
2: yeah, they're, they're twenty years.
1: Shit. I, no, I, I wish I would have got a picture of that, Trey We got. We, I'm gonna get Kelsey too. She, that, that's why she was like, "Can I uh, see all of the pictures before they posted?" I don't Absolutely. post bad pictures. I don't do it. You see, I know, but I, I
3: take bad pictures. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm, thank you.
0: It's a personal opinion. You wouldn't know because you never see any of the ones she doesn't post. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: it. And even that- some of them, just they're reaching. But so that's something with me and Trey actually is he's an early adopter of technology and I'm a very late adopter. I get all my cell phones from eBay. I play old Nintendo games and he needs to get the new phone as soon as it's released.
2: As soon, I I'll like, do that no more.
3: Yeah, Trey, do you ever let her win
0: like <laughs> on purpose just because you know? Or Kelsey, do you ever let him win?
3: He can get whatever the fuck he wants. He can spend his money on whatever. We're talking about, we're about like
0: the games. Like, do you let him?
2: Uh, oh, she beats me on stuff that I haven't played before. Like, I never played the N sixty four. I didn't have that. I was. He a didn't know
3: how to play Super Smash Brothers, and he blames me for being shitty. Like, he's never played a fighting <laughs> game, in his life. she
2: gets Moon Knight and just like low attacks me all the
3: time. Moon Knight is OP, bro, or
2: whoever that. What
3: the, the first time
2: was I played it?
0: Smash Brothers was at Box uh, you know, Player One, the night like yeah. with the round
2: round night. Yeah, I forgot what is it. What's the guy you get all the time on you, Smash Brothers? Yeah, Yoshi. No, you get and Kirby.
3: Mm. She, 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 <laughs> she
0: she faking the fuck. She really play like, with Moon Knight. I don't
1: want you knowing my favorite
2: yeah. character and shit. Because then you are gonna be trying to pick them real quick.
3: Mm-hmm. You gotta have your character though.
2: I'm just out there with Samus, not knowing what to hit. <laughs> like you
0: gotta pick a yeah. character, and and like that's the thing you can't be. Yeah, commit. You want to play by yourself. Exactly. Like play the. I got everything else. I don't yeah, want to play I that get yet. it. So you, yeah. yeah, so you just take the L. It just happens. Yeah, just I'm, the, I'm
3: the Nintendo person. Y'all ever play to. the game for like
1: chores? Because that's how my mom used to get us. You play the games for chores and shit, and it beat us, and we have to clean anyway.
3: We're gonna <laughs> no, have to clean it even though. if we won, but we never won. We've made bets. Definitely. Uh, yeah,
2: we play a uh, burial cart.
3: We play burial cart all the time. Super fun. Highly recommend.
1: Okay, okay, okay. What kind of games do you like to play, Jay? Besides Division 2?
0: Division 2. Every every fucking six weeks. Division. I'm actually on it right now. They just released a new fucking update. It's a fucking... They just released the second year two DLC and it is going in and I'm about to turn level 40, which is the top again from level 30.
1: I know you were telling me to get on and I looked up and it was like two or three dollars but then like the other bundles where I could like get some like real shit. Like a couple it was like seventeen or something. I was like, I don't know. Because I know as soon as I buy the game, you gonna quit fucking playing it like last time and I'm gonna be running around with the dudes you was running around with. I'm gonna get robbed.
0: Listen, you got robbed that by that Mexican so dude one time, like bro. He got, got robbed by cows. one
1: Mexican. No, he, no, fuck that. We were running around for like three hours. We got
0: robbed on the And game. then as
1: soon as Jay was like, yo, I got to go do something, I'll be back. Run around with this dude. He's cool as shit. We've been getting money all day. And then I run around with him, and I get the shit that I needed to make a set for my gear. And I just get this flash across the top. Group this band. And I know what that means, but I just thought this dude was cool, I didn't have to worry about that shit being
0: flashed Nearby up. agent has gone rogue.
1: Smoked me. Yeah. And then I I immediately called Jay. was like, yo, that dude that you had me running around with, he robbed me. (laughs) He robbed. I had to call my big brother and and be like, that motherfucker robbed me,
0: man. Hey, bro, what's so funny is he tried to join the group again. Like he kept trying to like join us (laughs) like he didn't rob you, bro. (laughs) He was going to rob me again? Because we was on the game all the time. And it was like he just tried to get back into the group. It was like, nah, Nah. bro. Cause it was a matter of time. I paid for that lesson. See, that wasn't a loss. That was a
1: lesson. Cause I learned, you can't trust anybody on nigga, cause I used to have a friend on there, and we would play, and we would run around, and when I'd be like, "Oh shit, I just got this," a nigga would lay back and let me get smoked, and then go up there and, and take that out. Sack of, boy, out of my, yeah, sack boy, sack, sack
0: boy. boy. Hey, bro. oh, Sackboy boy was dirty, bro. Sack boy was grimy. Every, it took
1: me a while to even figure it out, cause I don't be thinking about no psychology games. A motherfucker gonna fuck you over. We run around, but we are in virtual reality. We're playing a grimy ass game where you murdering motherfuckers. So, yeah, I should Sackboy was dirty, game. bro. He was. He was dirty. Because he wouldn't say shit. He'd be, oh, I got that. Oh, I'm sorry, man. And, but he'd already extracted You
3: yeah, know, he's like, just he like was. that in real life, too. He's a piece of shit.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. What
1: if he's like a pussy in real life to always get shit on? He's so like,
3: you know what? I'm going to play
1: the game today, and I'm not taking no shit. No shit, no
0: sorry. Well, that's the thing. Everybody says that you can uh,
1: You can be whoever you want online. You can be a big, badass mug that likes to talk shit and-, and disrespect everybody's posts, and you ain't got to worry about it because nobody knows who you are in real life.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, people used to steal shit all the time on Warcraft back in the day when I played uh, that shit.
1: Hey, man, I was playing Fortnite, and I used to have some money on there because I played the season because I bought the pass, and then you can earn money during the season. And right. then people would just come in and buy shit on my I think it was Fortnite itself. To tell the truth, me and Karen have talked about this on many many occasions when we were drunk. I think maybe maybe Fortnite because it was a free game and they might just be going in and stealing your change and then talking about? Because when I called in and tried to get it, they started asking me information that nobody would know. What was the what was the 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 card that you paid for with when you logged? I don't even remember because I changed credit cards because motherfuckers be trying to get you up out your money. You know. Yep. What I mean? So maybe that's what it is. Fortnite was just taking the money, and then you got to spend more money. So I don't know. I never got to the bottom of it because I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. I just quit playing that game,
2: <laughs>
1: and then I came back. So the other day, I had some change. It was something I wanted. I need to buy the Battle Pass, so I had to spend 2 $3. It was $5, actually, and put it on there, and then I had some extra change. And so to deter anybody from breaking into my account and then buying some shit I didn't want, I went and bought some shit I wanted, Jay
0: so now I'm running around killing people like a gold faced ninja so gaming has changed and I think that's something that in older games it was never a thing like games as a service now that's what it's called like games as a service like they release a game and then it's ongoing charges so they might not charge you up front or not charge you that much up front but they'll find like little things like uh, DLCs and skins and weapons and
3: I hate that shit
0: yes pay to play yeah, Dude, that's, that's why I'm
3: team N64 over here. I bought my shit, I play my shit, and I'm happy. I don't got to spend any more money. I don't got to be connected to the internet.
0: No. The DLC is the next game. It's the, it's
1: the next right. cartridge.
2: I'm all right with them, uh like, having different skins that you pay for and shit, but I hate when they don't release the full game. Yeah. Like, I got Fallout 76, and that's, like, half a game at best. That shit it's finally getting some DLC after like a year and a half.
0: They rushed that game. It was a man, horrible. Like that is a term in gaming. Well, there comes a time when like the gaming makers start
1: losing money when they're just paying people to go through. Don't look. Don't get seventy sixth.
0: Yeah. Don't get seventy sixth. Don't get seventy six,
1: bro. That's the
3: one that takes place in West Virginia too. Mm-hmm. You were so excited for it. I was. I felt so it's, bad for you.
0: It's not great. <laughs> yeah, the reviews for that game were horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, there are, like, YouTube videos that hit, like, a million views on people just raging over it.
2: There's no NPCs in it. Like, how are you going to have a role-playing game with no NPCs?
3: That doesn't like,
0: make sense at all. Is it everybody else, other players?
2: Yeah. And, like, there's not that there's many no people quests. on the map. There's, a, there's, like, that main quest where you have to drop a nuke. But after that, there's, like, okay. That's, like, that a free out. trial. Yeah.
3: That's fucked up. You drop
0: That's a nuke free. in that game? Mm-hmm. So
3: you like, on, the, on.
0: you like the old
1: games. What? Do you like the new games like the Oculus? It, hold on, it's about to dig Hold in. on, hold on, hold on. Trying to get some information. <laughs>
2: you got to drop a nuke. You get to drop a nuke? Yeah. On like a certain part of the map. And it uh, irradiates everything, makes it high level, and that'll let you make better armor and all that shit.
0: So you make the world worse. Yeah, pretty much. For better gear.
2: Yeah, for probably like... Two Sounds hours, like it, it stays like that, then it like dissipates. For a
0: million dollars.
1: Yeah,
2: kill like this uh, queen of the Scorched or whatever. She's like the boss of the game. And then after that, there's no more game. You could do that at like level 30.
0: Let me ask you a question. Who's the best video game boss throughout all video games? Who's the best boss? Who's the hardest? Give me a, give me a, I want to hear who is your arch nemesis in gaming? Who kicked that ass? Let's see. The dragons in Dig Dug. <laughs> Level line 26. <946.
1: laughs> <laughs> they just spit fire on you too quick, man. And they just hunt you down.
2: Shit. I'll probably go with, uh, man, a whole lot of shit got ruined for me at the end of it.
0: Who who, Who, who are you thinking? We'll come back to you, King Kelsey. Cooper.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, that fucking Mario
3: King Cooper. You'll think about it. it. Bowser was always easy.
2: Shit. I'll probably get with uh, fucking Dutch from Red Dead. That was a motherfucker, man. Really? He pushed you so, through so okay. much shit. Yeah, he did. He did. It's supposed to be your father figure, and then he just, like, turns on you. Fuck that dude.
3: Spoiler alert.
2: It's three years old, two years old.
3: Oh. If you have people, people
0: like me just out there, got the game and shit. <laughs> like, Somebody was like, Man, I just bought that shit, man. You done fucked whole. I just the
1: happened whole... to listen to this one podcast. God and damn
0: it. it. I fucked like, up on my first episode listening to this podcast. I always you, I, feel like he was going to fuck cross me over. Kelsey's like, Don't talk about that, Red Dead.
3: I
1: hate that. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I watched that recording when we did that one night about <laughs> it. Kelsey, I could just hear it. shit when I was talking about shit. Did oh, you no. ever have a girlfriend that just does shit to you and shit? I was about talking Wait, what about happened? Karen. me. That time I was doing, we were recording off in Shrunken Head. We had a, it was a rowdy crowd, and then uh, always, yeah, we kind of broke it down. And I was telling the joke about Karen. We uh, were going to the Funny Bone and. <laughs> I don't like eating at the funny bone. Cause I always get I sick. I don't joke. know. I, I don't know if it's a correlation to me drinking and eating raw chicken or what the fuck it is, but <laughs> I would get sick. And so I said, baby, this time we went to a later show and I said, let's just, let's just chill and not eat nothing, you know? And so she was like, all right, let's, let's just not eat anything. So as soon as we get in there and it starts show starts and, Ali Sadiq comes out and starts telling his jokes and shit, and I get into the show and shit because I really like Ali Sadiq. He's a real funny dude. He's I saw her.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I feel the camaraderie from Texans. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was in there paying attention, and I just hear, psst, psst, "Can I get some fries?" <laughs> I was like, "God damn it, kid! I don't care." Ali, I missed the punchline, <laughs> and then <this, laughs> she kept on. So then I thought she was got the idea that we're not eating nothing in here, you know, and then. 15 minutes later psh, psh. what about some potato skins <laughs> they can't fuck up some potato
0: skins <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's get the potato skins carried and let me watch this show and I end up having to leave because there was a dude and I guess it was his son it looked like it looked like a father and son thing you know before they cut the lights down you kind of see the people you sitting at the table with We said alright how you doing and kind of looked like a father and a son because the way they were interacting it didn't seem like they lived in the same house. And he just kept looking at me real evilly. Cause he didn't know about what me and Karen was talking about when we Oh, you so thought he thought call. you were just being. He just that. thought I was just an asshole. A yeah. We're point, not man. eating nothing, Karen. You know, some <laughs> broke motherfucker just mistreating this woman and shits. So I had to get up out of there and leave, man, because I just felt him staring at me evilly through the dark.
3: So what about me at Shrunken?
1: I was telling the story, and I was like, does anybody have a girlfriend that just does shit to him? And I just hear Kelsey, Trey,
3: don't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you said something on the stage. You are like, Trey, I know you know what I'm talking Kelsey, about. Kelsey, <laughs> <laughs> One
1: of my favorite parts of that video. Hey, you'll get no argument from me. Because <laughs> the
0: look on Trey's face, like he would be like,
3: ooh, ooh. I you. Pick me, pick me.
1: Yeah, man, so.
3: Yeah. Good time,
1: good time. People always feel like, I'm, I, got, I got a friend that I used to do maintenance with, and he always feels like every time he comes out to the show, because I use material that we were talking about, he feels like I'm talking about him. Mm. I said, Man, I was tweet-tweeting the other day. <laughs> I said, you were doing what? You know, on the space book. I was tweet-tweeting nigga, You got shit fucked up. <laughs> He's a little older than me, so I just reminded me of my mom. Help me, help me hook up my space book. Space book, baby you got to elaborate with people when you're teaching them shit. You got to correct them when you, you know, even if it's my mom, I correct her because it don't mean shit when we having a conversation because I mess up shit too because I'm my mama's son. But when we're out in public, I want you to be right on point because that's where you deserve to be, baby. You don't get no false information from me. And the nigga booty calling me and shit that day. <laughs> like, I never booty call you, mama. Fuck that. I just can't let my mama walk around the streets. People thinking about it like that. So, yeah. (laughs) Just have moments. I was talking to my daughter. We about to go get shit back then. I was like, I think this shit face. She was like, no, it's shit back. guess you know, youngsters always changing up the lingo. Mm. Super lit. Back in the 80s, if your friend was super lit, <laughs> your parents didn't want you hanging around that dude because he was an arsonist. So you was go get in trouble. <laughs> Feel like you were hanging around Craig all the goddamn time. You know he lit. Back in the days, back in that day, like your parents knew all the friends that you hang around. All of them. All of them. They might not have known, like, their parents, like, you know what I'm saying? But they always went and talked to because you can't just let your kids be around no fool. And my parents knew I was a goddamn fool. Because I had a vivid imagination, because this was before video games even came out. Mm-hmm. So, like, action figures and shit. My mama got me the, the Castle Gray School when the He-Man was all big. Yeah. They had the little yeah. echo microphone. You'd be, Castle Grayskull, go, go.
0: The, the real shit. And this was
1: when rap music came out, too. So, I was, like, rapping the Castle Grayskull shit, and it was pretty dope, because it would echo. I didn't even need, you know, my little sister to help me rap that verse. It was dope. But, yeah, you got to talk to your, your kids' friends. And that's what they don't do nowadays. They just be like, I'm going down to Todd's house and they let you run down there. And Todd's parents sell crack for a living and shit and you didn't fucking know. Mm. And then police knock on your door with your kid and then they're asking you all kinds of dumb ass questions. Because you in the house thinking that your kid is down there with some parents that have some kind of sense about them and watch the kids. And just like you do at your house. But no. And that rubs off on your kid, and then all of a sudden your kid trying to sell rocks and shit out your back window and shit when you in the basement
0: trying to put some walls up. You definitely got to watch who your kids are around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you got to watch these kids nowadays. See, now all
3: you all you guys had to do is communicate, because you got gotten that crackhead, put up them walls for you
1: for that <laughs> Rocky game. I've never had a crackhead. I've had people come over and tell me. They were gonna do some work for me and they might have been friends, but because they told me such a small price, I knew they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. So I don't I don't I don't don't wanna fuck you on your money and I don't want you coming over my house messing up something that I'm just gonna have to go back and fix after you because that totally defeats my purpose. Mm -hmm. So you know, hey man, you got to be familiar, you got to talk to people, you gotta communicate. You might learn something new today. What you learn
0: (laughs) how's your black history month going, Jay? My Black History Month is going terrific.
1: Do you stop it in the end of February on the 29th and see how this was a month? is
0: every month. The
1: 29th would be correct, right? Because America, Black history is American history.
3: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Uh, But they don't teach that in school. there
3: ain't no fucking American. In in Texas, they they
1: mentioned it. Do they teach that up in here in Ohio? What? About Black history, slavery, and
0: all that shit? No, slavery is white history. How we survived it is Black history. I saw that post me and you just say some genius. No, uh, I didn't just say some shit. <laughs> that's some of the realest shit I ever heard. It,
1: it is some gangster shit. I don't shit know who actually said it. They, that's, hey,
0: that's some of the realest shit I ever heard. And it made a lot of sense. Like, that's their history.
1: I heard something uh, several days ago. I can't remember who to quote it to, but they were saying history is a correlation of things that people want you to remember. It's written
3: well, by the victors.
0: Yeah, history is written by the victors. Scratch that shit out high. I won that, you know. I did that shit with one sword and a rock. Yeah. But it, it's it's propaganda to a point because they use it to fuck.
1: David him. and Goliath, man. How do you think David actually defeated Goliath? Do you think he actually had a rock and a sling? I who knows
3: what the fuck to believe in that. That's sword. what I'm saying,
1: you know, but it's all history. You know, Genghis Khan used to wipe out like your whole existence. Like, yeah. He would wipe out- Burn your
0: libraries and your all shit. that. He'd
1: burn everything. Rape so you, everybody. You have nothing left to remember but what the hell I tell you to remember.
3: And that's some psychological that shit, is, man. D- well,
1: psychological cool. psychological warfare is a lot heavier than like physical war. That was back in so the you day. Put it together, if you get shit. in a person's head and you just, and you know how they're thinking, that's why psychology is so important, man.
0: Well, let's talk about the psychology of putting on a dope ass show, Kelsey Lane Productions.
3: Oh, in the house.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that.
3: All righty, KLP. Yes, which is also my initials.
1: What does KOP mean in like uh, J Cole life?
3: J Cole?
1: Don't he have an album out? KOP or some shit? KOD, no. I don't. Hey man, no, that's how I fuck what it up. King
0: of Diamonds, I do believe.
1: There's
3: a couple different meanings. Well, so what does KOP mean, Kelsey? KLP is Kelsey Lane Productions.
1: Okay, KLP. Oh, see, see, man. So, I didn't hear the L. I heard the O, mm-hmm. you know. Kill
3: Our Demons, I think, is one. Yeah. For KOD. Yeah. I went to that tour and it was fucking fire. I'm trying to remember what that stuff
2: Oh, it was Kids on Drugs.
3: Kids on, there's the other one. Yep, there it is.
2: There it is. Try. But
3: KLP is Kelsin Productions, and that is my production company. Okay,
0: KLP. And you put on shows. I Terrific put on, shows.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I try. I really put my heart and soul fucking tears into it. And Trey's a huge part too. I couldn't do any of it without him and a couple other people that really support me. Um, yeah, mainly putting on shows in the Wheeling, West Virginia area, trying to get a comedy scene started there and it's, it's started there. are Definitely embers smoldering. So that's very exciting.
0: Well, that's cool. Um, when you're putting on shows, I think the thing that allows you to put together such great comedy shows is that you are actually a part of like the comedy community in Columbus at large. Like, and you really go to shows and you see different performers and different settings and you really get to know who's who and what's, I think you have a good baseline on what's funny too.
3: Thank you. And I, I take a lot of pride in that. I really do. Um, Cause I love comedy at the end of it. I mean, that's what started it. That's what it's going to be at the end of the day. And that's why I try to do what I do. And that's why I try to get to know the people and like really get to listen to comedians. Cause you know, you go to open mics and all the comedians, they're not in the fucking audience. They're outside hanging out, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, I said a couple of weeks ago that I think it's important for comedians to remember how to be audience members. Right. And that's why I'll go to open mics and people are asking me if I want to sign up and I'll be like, you know, no, I'm just going to be in the audience tonight because I really do <coughs> want to watch people hone their craft and everything, get to know everybody better. And, and I do have a good feel of like, um, it does help me as a booker cause I know who to book for the certain spots that I'm going for, right. what order to put them in, how to open the show, how to close it, you know, which case. is important. And a lot of people don't realize that
0: line up. Like, order of operations is important. You can really fucking show up with the wrong... And lineup. There's,
3: there's even more layups or layers to that, too. Like, which comedians get along with which comedians? Which ones don't yes, fuck that's with each real other shit. at all?
0: That's a real and thing. And I'm
3: really trying to become privy to that, you know, these days. Because, you know, there's there's always shit happening.
0: There's always, yes.
3: Yeah, so...
1: Well, to go back to, like, comedians hanging out on the back, like, that was, like, my favorite part when we started. It's
3: fun, and that's why nobody wants to go inside, and I totally Dave
1: Chappelle had a a joke in his last special about why, like, we watch comedy so much that you were around it so much that watching somebody else do it is kind of like watching somebody else have sex with your girlfriend. I think. if they're
3: not good at it. Like,
0: I. I could fuck her better. When I heard that, yeah. how I heard what Kelsey said was her saying
3: yeah, I sounds I like that. A blue leg, Roddy I hope you guys know that when you play it back, it's gonna sound like bed springs. That's what the
1: song sounds like. I, what is it?
3: It was the cork. <laughs> right
0: there.
1: Yeah, you didn't
3: make the sound. Man? This is fun.
0: Well, shit! It is. Yeah, it was fun. That's the sound of the man. I feel like we haven't talked Working to Trey very tray.
3: much. Yeah, talk to Trey. Game. I'll try to shut
1: up. That's impossible, dude. I know. <laughs> Kelsey and Trey—that's just like we're talking to one person because Trey no, 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 just no, no, throw no. in what he need to
3: throw in. We're definitely each our separate people, separate man. entities, and we have a partnership. Trey, in a relationship,
1: Trey had he he heard the knowledge. Like Trey already had that knowledge that I was saying, and so. He just make you think you running shit, and in actuality, he the one running shit. You didn't hear the psychology in what I was just telling you. See, Kaiser yeah, is Kaiser so sad. Did by You done let him up. Kaiser out your goddamn is so sad. Up- Precinct. I ain't trying to blow you cover, man. But yeah, I just want to let you know, Kelsey.
3: Oh, I can't wait for the day. Pippin' been pimping since pimpin'. <laughs>
1: You don't need no baby powder.
0: Okay, I know so, Trey. Trey. You're a chef, correct? My mama yes. told me about quiet people. All right. <laughs> so, uh, what kind of cuisine do you prepare? What kind of what's your what's your bag? What kind of chef? What's your specialty? I love grilling shit. Really?
2: Yeah. It is just
0: anything. Uh, how do you
2: like your steak? Uh, medium. That's how I prefer it.
0: How did, how how should a steak be cooked?
2: In your huh? opinion. Medium rare. That's how you're supposed to serve it if they don't.
0: How do you treat it before you put it on the grill? Like, what is your process like? (laughs) I
2: I like to
1: marinate You want my my family secrets and shit?
2: Over a day.
0: Okay. Do you perforate? Hmm? Do you perforate? No. So you just put it on there and just let it.
1: Yeah, I usually just. Hey, what does perforate mean?
3: When you stab holes in the steak.
0: Okay, yeah, I perforate
2: it all the time. Mm. Yeah, I don't think you need to do that. Have you ever
1: time. threw your steak in a uh, Thousand Island?
2: Yeah. Okay, perforated it.
1: Yeah, man. You be around there doing some shit, man. Me and Karen be fucking some meat up.
2: I usually uh, do a marinade of uh, like an acid, mm-hmm. like a lime juice, and I use mustard on my steak. So really, yeah.
0: The, the mustard is a mustard is on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I like mustard. It's yeah, getting, it's it's getting there. Yeah. Yeah, I use uh, lime juice, mustard, uh, red uh, wine vinegar, a little red wine, some thyme, all that other shit. Just let it soak for a day. Then I throw it on the grill and, and shit. It comes out real nice.
1: So you, do you use like the cooking red wine and the white wine or do you use like Yeah, cooking it? red
2: wine. Okay.
0: So. scarred, huh, bro?
1: I, I don't feel bad. I just had insight that I didn't you know?
0: I know. What do you pair it with? What? 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 What would you? What? Like, if you're if you're making your your signature dinner, what's your signature dinner? Like, what would you? Like, if you want to flex, what would you make?
2: Uh, we actually just had a, a a plate up last night for uh, two hundred seventy people that we did. That was pretty nice. I could show you the picture of that. What'd you make? So it you was, catering. Uh, Yeah. Okay. It was a flank steak with a, it was like a garlic mashed potato. I can't remember what everything on there was. We had a chicken pate thing on it. Mm -hmm. On like these crustinis and garnish and all that shit. Oh, word. Yeah. We got all that out for like uh, 22 minutes. Pull that microphone down. I think we did that in 23 minutes. All 270 people. (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah. that's dope.
2: Yeah. Yes. Guys, just what's, with you.
0: what's the largest audience you've served or like you've cooked for? 500. Really? Yeah. How was that?
2: That was a hectic weekend.
0: Uh, how was the prep?
2: Uh, we uh, started on Monday. We uh, got it out on Saturday.
0: See, that's important. A lot of people yeah. don't understand that a lot of things in life come with prep, and yeah. you, that is where you do your winning. That's where you, you win in the gym. Mm-hmm. Got to get everything in. Uh, yeah the fuck out of there, man. Get
3: the fuck out of way.
1: Get the fuck out of your head.
3: No, I'm just, um, you know, that, I'm just hanging out.
1: That, I catch letting that. Trey so, have his you moment. Know, I, do you know why I, I, I see that? Like A lot of people just overlook it and they don't say nothing. You know how I know when a person's in their fucking head. They might be in the same room with you, less than three feet away from you. But they're not there with you. It's because I'm there. So I told you I had a very vivid imagination as a child, man. And I know when a person's there and when you're somewhere else. I and just, I can see it. You need to stay out of there.
3: I have to actively tell no. myself to shut the fuck up so Trey can talk sometimes. No, because I talk over him all you the don't. time.
1: Trey has That's a voice exactly of this Trey is a man. He is a real man. Sometimes Gilly talks over people. Sometimes I talk <laughs> over people only when I feel. That I have something that you need to hear. And it's I feel like sometimes it's not actually me. I, I'm here for a reason. And maybe it's to give you this message. You I got need to stay the too. fuck out of there.
3: I think all comedians kind of do. You know who lives in there?
1: The insecure Kelsey. The We're Kelsey, the out. second guesses herself. And you know, you are a great woman. Do you I, I asked you to be my booking great person for a fucking reason. And it's not because you're Somebody a weak person. Somebody else asked
3: me to do that last time. I night. know.
1: I know. And you need yeah. to really fucking consider that shit because you have a gift. But that person in that room that talks to you, when every time I go into the bathroom, it, there's that dude in the mirror. Sometimes Karen hears him talking. It's not me talking. It's that dude in the mirror. And I've learned that dude loves me now, but there's been a time when that motherfucker that was in that room was that same person that's in your room, and you need to stay out of there. Sometimes you need to close the door on that bitch and never open the door. She might be be knocking and pulling on the door. Shut the fuck up, Jay. I'm talking over here, man. You bullshit. You're making a game out of it, but you need to stay out of there.
3: Na-na-na. staying busy helps
1: yeah no it doesn't yeah. you need to get your sleep because
3: you, oh I just got so you, much your body great. heals
1: when you sleep and you also you get the messages your subconscious talks to you while you sleep a lot of people don't like to sleep because they don't like what their subconscious tells you
3: ever them. sleep for like way too long and you have the weirdest dreams about I, people I, I do as and when, whenever I'm depressed or, or something I, I know pain.
1: I go to sleep because I know that it's just problems problems will pass man and sometimes reacting is the wrong action Sometimes you just need to sit back and let problems blow past you. But that bitch in that fucking room, she'll sit and tell you. Because this mother, the dude I had in my room used to just second guess me everything. I had everything. But he would always tell me there was something you're missing. There's nothing you're missing. What you're going to find that's going to make you get that piece that he's telling you you're missing, it's out there. It's not in that room. People are gonna fuck with you. People are gonna tell you you ain't right, and it's just like that same motherfucker in that room. And you need to stop listening to
3: him. I don't listen to him. I try no, not you to.
1: You do everybody. Everybody has that because it's your subconscious. You can fucking put so.
3: Your conscience you, you is you like, like water. Good, if you have a good relationship with yourself, though, this is I'm, true. I'm trying to.
1: If you're not your biggest critic, then you can always
3: have. An issue. That's why I said. You know, I said something on Facebook a couple of days ago. A little schizophrenia is healthy. A little bit is. You know, because you can have like conversations with the different parts of yourself, and like. Come consensus. Well, that to consensus. And it makes me sound insane. Well, that's the thing. Like, but
1: medically, it's called schizophrenia. You actually have
3: to, like, take some breaths and think some shit out. You need to pick who's in your fucking room. And patience. I've learned so much patience in, like, the last two years. And that shit is not an easy thing to learn.
1: Watch. As soon as you kick that broad out of that room and you don't even. I'm
3: learning every day. Like, being, like, that, immersed in this comedy grind the way you that gotta I work am. work with it. I learn something every day. It's always a learning experience, good or bad. But the bad lessons, man, they like, they'll fucking stick with you. Well, that's the thing.
1: That's the thing. They're lessons, and they need to stick with you. If you start talking about they were losses and all, I I messed that up. Because there was plenty of times I I had opportunities to win. But in my heart, I knew what comes along with this win is a lot more pressure than you actually. I'm not actually ready for it. Because, yeah, I am funny. Just as a person, I just see things different. I just, I man, I grew up. My parents always cool ass household. My dad always told me jokes. My mom's a great joke teller. I just they played in bands. You know, my my parents lived like my father was a hippie and my mom was in the air force. So I always had just the best of both worlds. You know, they were mixed couple. That's awesome. I watch shit. but I've how my always just been bit. able to see just people's just what's inside of you and what's holding you back. Like it's the same with me because my conscience used to tell me all the time and I'd be listening to that person in the room and it'd be the wrong shit. It's like somebody writing the wrong answer on the mirror for you and you know who it is Mm -hmm. and you know that they're not even right, but you listen to them sometimes and it takes just a little bit of your self-confidence away and just a little bit and a little bit at a time It's like sand in an hourglass. Eventually, it becomes all of your self-confidence.
3: Well, that's why it's so important to have such a strong support system around you, because those people can see the things that you can't, especially when you are up to your fucking forehead in the shit. It is. I cannot stress the importance of that enough.
1: Whenever I have problems, I don't call people. Like I can always talk to my mom, but some things, like I, I, I just I confine myself and I go to sleep and I think that helps too.
3: Waking up know. in the morning and thinking about it. You well, have a whole different going, perspective. going to
1: sleep and thinking about it. Cause yeah. I can take my life into my dreams and then you, you just figure it out. Cause I've had people in my dreams tell me about some real shit in my life. Like baby, she don't care nothing about you and mm. it's just you. But your subconscious is like a glass of water. If you just keep pouring a little bit of dirt, Every day in the day, oh, you're not good enough. Oh, so-and-so looks so much better to me. Oh, I wish my hair was longer. Oh, if I just had contacts, if my boobs were bigger, if I just, just some, always something that you think you don't have that you have so many other blessings that you're not actually concentrating Do you think
3: on. I think those things about myself? No,
1: I'm just saying, as,
3: just as <laughs> people. So just what would you people,
1: think about yourself then? Just, shit, I'm not tall enough. Oh, man, if my hands were bigger, I'd be able to catch the ball. I could be faster. I could be stronger. Oh, I got a gut. I got a fucking a four-pack. I should have the eight-pack. You know what I mean? It's just always something. I can live 225, but I can't get 235 like this nigga. He's just throwing too much weight on it. He's so much stronger than me, so faster. He runs the routes better. Yeah. It's just little shit. Oh, man, you're not going to be able to do this math, man. This math trick is really fucking hard. It's just little things. What are you, do you hear now? What I hear now, I done got those people out. And I told you, that dude in that bathroom, man, that mirror right there, when we move, I'm taking that fucking mirror with me because that guy has been nothing but a good direction in my life. But he sits there and tells me jokes all the time, and he tells me when I'm fucking up as well. And Karen I hear him. And she like, who you talking to? This fool in the mirror talking shit. This dude is good. Because you have to clean out your water. Your conscience is your water. You got to, all the things you've been telling yourself your whole life about all bad experiences. Well, I did this one time and it turned out this way. It don't mean shit. That was a lesson. Mm. And you need to take it as a lesson. Just because you thought you lost doesn't mean shit. Because if you learned something from it, it wasn't a loss. You know what I mean? It was just it was just something you had to go through on your journey, and we're all walking on a path, and we do not make the path that is set before
3: us. I mean, we have some choice. What happens. choice do you think?
1: We were talking about this shit right here. Arrested development. You think you it's actually well. have a choice. You, your choices are very limited. In my head, it's kind of crazy, and that's why I sit back and I watch, it and the pieces fall to where I think they're supposed to fall. There was some shit I did. My father always told me, you never take a friend to a job interview, even if they're not looking for a job, because somehow they're going to end up getting the job and you needed the job. You had the job, but you gave somebody else your position. Mm. There's been opportunities where I felt I shouldn't say nothing, but something just told me to say it. And then somebody else got the opportunity and I felt like I was fucked out of that because I. my father always told me, you don't take a friend to a job interview. But my mom has always been the kind I've never competed against anybody. What's the best me I can get out of me is is what I'm competing against. That's
3: Whoever's true. on the
1: other side don't mean shit. It might be
3: 20 comedians. Sometimes on the that's board. how you get to being your best self, though. When you take all the pressure off, because Despite it doesn't is matter. A hell of a motivator. When
1: you start, when I start getting jealous of a person, I stop myself. And I look at what they're doing differently. They're working on something yeah. differently. And it's different little pieces that you pick up to your puzzle. And it's not you. You don't even have to go through it. You can watch somebody else and take that piece from them. And they give it to you if you have good people around you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you got some... Because bull- I've had... I could, man, I got some gangster-ass friends that just... We're all each other's angels and demons. And I've had some friends that were just, I seen the angel part where they come and take me, but then there's other places they take me. And you got to be able to decipher. That's the decisions you have. Who you want to be. Absolutely. Woo. Well, I got, shut
0: uh, the fuck I up. I got, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying? When he just want to just try to change.
3: What was you heavy. got, what yeah. you got, babe?
1: Hey, but that was for you. That was for you.
3: I enjoyed it. Thank you.
1: I hope you use it. Thank you. Because I need a booking agent. (laughs) (laughs) I I really need you to get your shit together because it ain't you. It's you. I'm
3: trying to get my shit together. Okay. You got your
0: shit together. So we've been going for a while. I think we're going to wind it down now. Um, What do you guys got coming up? Anything you want to plug?
3: Well, the show that we we will all be there at.
0: Um, March 21st.
3: That's right. It's Saturday, March 21st in Wheeling, West Virginia. It's at a place called PT's Lounge. Um, I forget the address, but it's right on Marcus Street. And it used to be the old Max Club, Lion's Head, uh, Spinner's. It was a gay bar for a while, but I forget what the name of it was. But this is the bar that everybody knows in Wheeling that's always changing hands. And, um... It's an amazing event space and uh, this is, this will be the first time I'm putting on a show there and I'm really excited to have you guys, you guys oh, are on the lineup the, yeah, it's gonna be great. and there's it's a nice reason nice. why I booked you. I'm very, very excited to see how it turns out. So it's $5 online. Or, I'm sorry, $8 online, or $10 at the door. And it's like, it's going to be a showcase of five comedians doing about 20 minutes each. And then there's going to be an after party with a DJ.
1: That's going to be super dope. going to be a great time. It's
3: going to be a lot of fun.
1: Whole hey, Jay's fun. always worried about time and like, cause you know, he, he's the one, he's the engineer and, and the producer and everything behind the podcast. And he's always trying to give me more credit than I actually should deserve. Cause I'm just, I'm fucking robbing, you know what I'm saying? I'm Jiminy cricket, but I said a lot and I really want to hear like, what's your rebuttal, like how you feel, because that also helps me grow as a person because that's, what we started this whole podcast over is talking to people. We like interesting people and I don't want to just end the episode. So we might have to have like a little extra bit for somebody on, but we can end it and do all pay our
0: bills or whatever. And well, well, I want to hear what Kelsey has
1: to I say. I don't have also, to man. be
3: anywhere. No, I'm having a great time. I mean, you guys.
0: Okay. So yeah. uh, in response to what Gilly said, how do you, how do you feel?
3: Um, I'm going to, I'm gonna pour my drink real quick. Is that okay? Right, Let's pay ahead. the bills yeah. real
0: quick, man. Right. While she gets back, you just all right. This show uh, this week is brought to you by Cokes Media. Cokes, Coke's Media for all your photography needs, uh, video uh, creation, just magic. Anything you need? Family
1: pictures? You need a uh, uh, professional Headshots. Headshots.
0: With- it. Yeah, you need real estate.
1: Shit, you need a video. You oh, yeah. need a five minute set for for the producers. You
0: need trying to record to- a conference.
1: Shit, you need a conference because a lot of people uh forget shit and it's always convenient for you to be able to press rewind like it's on a DVR. Yeah. You might be more productive in your business and your associates as well.
0: Coax Media. Our other sponsor for today is uh, 4G contractors. contractors. Yeah, man, for all your
1: home remodeling needs, man, anything you need. I don't care how small it is. If you don't want to change a light bulb like Jay was talking about a couple weeks ago, it's 25 feet in the air and you don't feel like going to the store and buying the pole that has specifically been made for that type of situation, call me. We'll change it. If you're thinking about remodeling your bathrooms or your kitchen or anything home related, give us a call. Find us at 4G contractors, LLC at gmail.com. Yeah,
0: boy. Kelsey Lynn productions.
1: In the building. Right? Where can we find you? Are you, are you on uh, all the. I'm
3: media just platforms? on Facebook. I just, just on have an email Facebook? address right now. Yeah. Okay. I'm lazy. Well, we'll, well if you it. find her on I Facebook, it that's through
1: Messenger, right? Do what? If they find you on Facebook, they can hit you with the Messenger. Yeah, for sure. Have you found a little slot like for people that aren't in your contacts? There's another little section for unknowns. Like I have been missing a lot of business stuff because I don't. Actually have the contact oh. with people. Yeah,
3: I mean, whenever I'm on my desktop, I try to, like, go through all of it. Because there's so many fucking tabs. Gosh. Dude, when you have like, a business page on Facebook, there's so much extra so shit. Much, yeah,
2: there's a lot Dude. of stuff oh that's going God. on. Yeah, What you got going on, Trey? Oh, we just hit spring break. So, <laughs> so nothing. Nothing at all. A whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I cannot wait.
1: All right, man. We're going to take a break real quick for a minute. Let Kelsey pour a drink. Let Jay uh, do some push-ups and shit because he got his Arnold goddamn shirt off for the it's month. It's
3: poured, but, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to taking a break.
0: <sighs> we'll be right okay, back. Okay, goddammit. So. We back. <laughs> I didn't even put my headset on. Put your headset on. Buckle up.
3: Thank you so much for having
1: us. it has been so <coughs> Thank fun. you for coming.
0: Man, this has
2: been great.
1: We've been wanting to have y'all on for several weeks, but it's just been so hectic, man, because we've been having shows every weekend. It's always been something, but every Sunday we've sat down and, and really put the work in, but... Stars lined up and you popped up today and we went in on a lot of shit that we're going to go back in on. Jay's going to sit the fuck back cuz he ain't got nothing to say. He going to chill cuz we on no, time. No, he can
3: If he has something to it's say, it's absolutely. Kelso. Please do. It's just me
1: and K. He ain't got nothing to say. He better not sing no time. fucking songs again while we just talking, <laughs> talking because there was the there was a, there was a conversation that I wanted to have. This is oh, it's MDK. 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 Karen, make a sandwich to put in Jay's mouth <laughs> to shut him the fuck up, some chips or
3: something.
1: No, but Kelsey, i I I just I I love good people and you have like a such a great aura. Both of y'all, y'all have a that's great amazing.
3: Aura. Thank you. That's like the highest compliment anybody can ever receive.
0: I was,
1: I,
3: and I feel the same way about you guys. I mean, I feel like me and Jay have been through some shit.
0: Yes, I feel like. <laughs>
3: Like I was thinking about that earlier today. We've known each other for 10 years. Yeah. 10 years.
1: About 10 years. Jay's the one that told me, I should probably make you my booking agent. He
0: mentioned,
1: he mentioned some shit about, you know, Kelsey's like a hell of a booking agent. And I started watching your moves and shit. And I started talking to you and I got to know you a little bit better. And I saw it too. You just have that charisma. And anytime in business, you know, you got some people that are just,
3: yeah. Honey, yeah. Th- those people. You're a social don't
1: have,
0: butterfly a when you
1: want to be. a social butterfly.
3: Thank you. And Thank you, you just like you. have such Sometimes. great energy I about I do enjoy you. it. I really do like people. I like
1: yeah, I love them too. To they let you down all the fucking time. All but the fucking time. I still give them a chance. You. Yeah,
3: every time. My mom always I says, I, I
1: haven't met many strangers in my life because I just fucking talk to anybody.
3: Because I've
1: been in a lot of situations. A lot of people might look at me now and think that I've never been. I've been homeless, all that shit. I've raised two kids by myself. I've been through it. You know what I mean? Life. I've had homeless people be like, "Young blood, what's wrong with you? Get your hands out your palms, man, and stand up and help me Mm. go take care of my business. Actually, homeless motherfuckers give me money to go to. It's not a lesson. It's fucking God's gift, man, because some people are here for other people. And when you stop actually just trying we're to we're all here for, yourself, for each other. That, that's we what it's about. We just need to link
0: up. We that's what be. it's about.
1: But you can't be Put selfish. Put the bullshit to the side. You cannot be selfish and just can't. always be about you. Because that's sometimes true. I was watching moonshiners last week, and there was a guy that picked up too many parts. And uh this one moonshiner that needed that part, he waited for a second. He was like, Yo, man, you could use this if I if you need it. I got an extra one. And the guys were like, Yo, man, that is a true gentleman. But turned around later on how, ironically, the same guy he loaned that piece had actually picked up another pipe that he needed. And so he waited a little bit and was like, you know what? You hooked me up, man. You helped me out. Here goes this pipe. Try this one. Bam. It's not about competing against anybody. You might be in a competition. It's not about competing. It's besting yourself for real. It's about being fucking you and let somebody else worry and determine who was the best and all this other shit. Because if you don't, if you don't live up to the best you, to you, you ain't turn in a cloudy ass jar of fucking moonshine because you was nervous. Who gives a fuck, man? It's moonshine. Who gives a fuck? It's a fucking comedy set. You know what I mean? It's. It's not like real you gotta life. You got to take pride in it though. You got to take pride. If
3: that's what you're doing. You know, I was telling Trey this earlier today, you know I, what I think my number one most important quality a person can have. And I think that I have it and I work very, very hard to have it is integrity.
0: Yes. There you go. Integrity is
3: It's it. You're going to do what you fucking said you were going to do. You're going to do it how you think you should. It's fair to everybody.
0: It's yeah, not always Yeah, because you agreed to it.
3: Yeah, you agreed to it. You gave people your word. Yes. The and word you is important. Just, and you should just genuinely not try to fuck over other people.
0: Absolutely. But,
1: yeah.
3: Well, you can.
1: And then karma comes back and fucks you in the end. You shouldn't fuck people dude, over.
3: You hope so. That one dude could have
1: kept that part. You know what I mean? He yeah. could have kept that part and been an asshole, but then turn around, oh, he would have fucked bitch. too. And then out of default, this one guy wins because both of you are being assholes instead of just being you. Keep it 100. Keep it 100, man. Matter of fact, I s- 10K. I don't know what
0: the 10K is. is Keep that it like 10K. Times 100. Times Keep it legitimately 100. 10K.
1: You don't need any extra. When you're keeping it in 100, you don't need any extra because 100 is fucking 100. You don't have 105.
0: But let's just, for the record, what does 100 mean, keeping
1: it real? I've 100? heard my mother
3: and father have the same exact argument.
1: It just means keeping it real, that's man. so funny. All the way my mom has your to science. the truth. I mean, that's just, that's how my mom is. Like, my dad, he taught me some other shit about people, but he could read a person. You can come into my presence and I can feel the fuck you there for? It's either a
0: bad, it's fucking yes. it's bad it's aura fucking about you, or it's a good your one. Your fucking soul sucks
1: because you I have watch it. Mm-hmm. My mom used to always tell you me, can't You can't do to anything to like people friends. like
0: this. You can't, you, you can because isolate you can those people pick, and keep them away from you. Yeah, Who you let hang around you. Yeah, that's definitely important. That's your friend. Yeah, you you're going to win and lose depending on the people beside you. Like, you can do a lot of shit by yourself, but you're going to need somebody at
3: some oh, what point. what an asset to have. But that's yes. the thing.
1: If you fail with a team that you've picked, that's one thing. That's your decision making. You need to adjust that. But if you don't just let anybody come in your, because I've had monkey wrench motherfuckers come in my life, man, and just not like you for some reason, but they can play the game like they do
0: on the TV. Well, that's what we said about, like, uh, like, I forgot.
1: Or
3: isolating f- people,
0: oh, yeah, like cutting people
1: off, yeah, yeah. I ain't got to isolate them. I just isolate myself from that
0: bullshit. you just
3: well, this <laughs> is also something that I've learned within the last couple of years is there are different levels of friends, absolutely, and you know everybody that's your friend isn't your friend one hundred percent. You have well, don't to let know. me
0: interrupt
1: you. There's only one level of friends.
3: No, there isn't, Gilly.
1: There's motherfuckers there's you know, and there's, there's like associates, of associates of and then there's your friends. road dogs, yeah. and then there's your, your bro- friends. Brothers. My mom told me at the beginning, you won't have many friends in your My life. My granddad told me You're the same you going to know a shit. lot of motherfuckers. Sure is. But very few will be your friends. Your friends will test themselves. They, they, That shit will be tested through time. For sure.
3: But that's when they, you know, if they fail those tests, that's when they lose their rank, right? Yeah. like all like I really fucked with you and now I'm only gonna fuck with you a little bit and only in these certain respects like I know I can't talk to you about A, B, and C but we can chop it up about D all day long you but that's know? the
1: thing if you watch people and how people treat other people cause like I've had people that I really like they fuck, fuck over, over everybody else
0: I be like that's cool as long as you fuck over them isn't that how like Kelsey Lane production started
3: a yeah. little
1: bit <laughs>
0: there we go you got fucked over <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's do, do it. Do you really want to? Yeah, I really want to talk about it. Yeah, we have. We're going to put a motherfucking cap on this motherfucker. And whoever tonight. feels some kind of way about this is welcome to come on come the show. Talk come Uncle talk Gilly. to Yeah, come chill with us. We'll I'll, fuck come, I'll come talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely will. We'll, we'll be down there on the 21st in this gear travels. Yeah, it's fine. We can do the show wherever we at. Because it's just about conversation. Because most yeah. most
1: bullshit flush out the details. Is just a conversation away from just being a problem that was in the yeah, place. Yeah. But sometimes when you're trying to talk to somebody that really don't want to hear it, you know, it takes two fools to argue. My mom always told me. And if you're sitting there arguing with a fool, you know, eventually you got to be something about yourself to be like, you know what? This motherfucker ain't getting it. And I'm done talking about it. Right. And you close the door on. Don't leave the door cracked for some other bullshit to leak out. You and close this is what we were the slam that door bitch because right, that so, bitch
3: on the other side so, of that wall okay,
1: okay, is what right. you're
0: trying to get away from.
3: That's what I was trying to do. You know, is yeah. But you <laughs> left. You all right. Left so the let's let's
0: so you have the floor, Kelsey. Tell us, tell us your side of things. How did Kelsey Lane okay. Productions come in to play?
3: Well, I was approached by. um Trey's cousin, Ron Scott, who is a pillar in the Wheeling community. Um, he does so much. He works for YWCA. He puts on the hip hop um, annual awards. He, he tries to help small businesses. He was a guidance counselor, Wheeling Park High School forever. Just a staple in the community. Everybody knows him. Everybody mm-hmm. loves him. Genuinely good guy. Funny as fuck, too. And um, I was approached by him a couple years ago. And he was like, hey, I was thinking about doing this thing for Wheeling. Um I want to do like a uh, stand up comedy bar crawl. And I was like, "Oh, really? That sounds awesome." And he was like, "Yeah, and I wanted to talk to you about it because I heard you were the person that can like, you know, get the comedians and like make this shit happen." Absolutely you are. And you know, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this will be so fun." Like I was so excited. I can't remember right. being that excited before in my life about doing anything. Like it was a fire in my soul that got lit that day. And uh and
0: Give us the short story. I know. No, like I don't know Listen, listen, listen. You can take your time.
3: It is so long. And uh, I do want to.
0: Give us the media So that's
3: story. how it started. <laughs> we put on the comedy crawl. Uh, so I was approaching, I want to say like March of 17. I can't keep Thank the you. years right anymore. Everything just. Yeah. Okay. And then in August, we put on the comedy crawl.
0: Yeah, that seems about right. I was on that show.
3: You're wearing that shirt. Yes. Yep. And um and it was a blast. It was it was a huge success. Everybody had a blast. It was so much fun. And I got comedians from you know Columbus and Pittsburgh to to be a part of it.
0: Great time. Treated fantastically.
3: And you know I I worked on it with um Ron Scott and then also uh I mean I don't I don't want to say too much. Yeah,
0: you don't have to say you don't have to say his name. You don't have to say anybody's name.
3: Anyway, yeah, yeah, so the comedy. Why, pro-
0: why, why you pause real quick?
1: Me and Jay are not trying to start no bullshit. We're not threatening nobody. We're not going to come down and start no bullshit. We'll come down to have a conversation. Yeah, I just want to hear it. But we ain't threatening nobody and acting like we're going to come down and whoop your ass in your city. We have friends just like you got friends, and we're not even talking like that. So if anybody hears this, I don't want them to assume... That that's the motive we had behind us. We just want to squash this shit and let Kelsey tell her side. Everybody's got this. Oh side, god, it's we, not that serious. I've read at all. the other side on the on on the Facebook. I'm, I'm just
0: talking about the birth of Kelsey Lane.
1: So yeah,
3: so okay, yeah, we'll shorten this. So the comedy crawl is a success, and then we threw a couple other shows together after that. And then you know tensions got high because that's what happens in business. I think. I guess I've From learned. Top to top. And uh, we went our separate ways.
1: In new business.
3: And I, you know, I realized I could honestly just do all this shit myself. And I think I'd be pretty good at it. Right. Um, I have a hell of a team behind me.
0: Right.
1: So no you had lot an of epiphany people. that you found your call and this is what you wanted that's to do. That's kind
3: of what ha- Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I was telling Trey earlier. Like, you know, we've been through so much shit. I mean, you know, bridges have been burned. Yeah. <laughs> and I have tried reaching out to these other people and and saying, Hey, can we get together and talk? I'll be in town for Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving weekend and invite them to my shows and they just, you know, they never come. Well that's the thing. When and, you burn a bridge, I ain't no it ain't no way to come. So but it just... I'm always for like
0: Re- reconciliation.
3: Still, yeah, they replace me in the company. And, and and she's a cool person. Her and I get along. Um, and she does the damn thing. She can hustle her ass off. Um, and, uh, so her and I are cool, but then the other party, there's just, you know, I, I always have it open in my heart to try to mend things because life's too short, you know? And, uh, and I feel like that we should just support the same community together. I don't know, but yeah, shit's fucked up. And I just, I think I need to learn just to let things go. Things well, can't be time, repaired.
1: Where they say and time just, heals all wounds. I, I recently went back to Dallas and I saw a, a friend. I grew up with this dude. Went to junior high with this dude. Played football. You know what I mean? All kinds of shit. But we had a fight one time and uh, I, I got the upper hand <laughs> and it was stopped and shit. But I, we went back and I, I saw him like 20 years after and I could feel like he was still wondering if I was still had a beef or some shit. And I, man, that's 20 fucking years. I was a fucking kid. And I, I we laughed about that shit. I made a comment about it, and we laughed about it, and we moved the fuck on, because I, that's what you do years ago. That was you then. That's why it's more important for you to evolve as a person. Well, so I, about I,
0: you, I think some people do you dirty, and they know they did you dirty, yeah. and they don't want to like face the responsibility of it. When so, you
1: burn a bridge, like, you burnt it for a reason. Don't fucking go back. Some, sometimes
0: for a, a bridge. bridge is burned not necessarily because you choose to, It's because it has mm-hmm. no option but to be a burned bridge and that's just because everybody doesn't do good business and I'm not saying this is that situation I'm just saying like in my I have seen uh with that fucking one comic and that fucking CD deal that fucking uh Recently? Yeah, that fucking, that whole little transaction between somebody publishing somebody's album and somebody like keeping the money from oh, it. That. Yeah, we're that not was, gonna, okay. we're not getting into no details about that, but that's bad business. That should have yeah. been real easy business to do, but when money's See, involved, new, new business. motherfuckers, when money's involved, people change, bro. You're gonna take lessons. Sometimes you're gonna take some lessons, but in, you gotta be ready department. for that in business. Like, it's unfortunate. You it's you gotta,
1: like, yeah, just cause everybody you're friend, ain't on that. You still gotta op-
0: dot them T's and cross them I's, man. But some people ain't your friend, though. That's what you said. Like, a lot of people can act like they're your friend and like don't take the fucking length of the relationship as the quality of the relationship people yeah. will and change the fuck up out. people are selfish yeah. and it's just like it's some people's survival instinct like just tells them to fuck people over hey sometimes some
1: people are scared when they fuck you over when it, it ain't for no chips you know what i mean it might be a couple chips but when it's just low money it's cool because that's when you can take it as a lesson now, you get fucked out of 250000 on a deal and just, shit just goes sour. You're going to take it a lot harder. But if you can learn that that's just part of business right now. And, and that's you know where what? that
3: integrity comes in.
1: My mom always says sometimes you just meet people at the wrong time. Like, if you met them 10 minutes later, it might be a total different situation. Some people just out for themselves, bro. Yeah. But you always got to keep you in mind. And you can't compromise you because what you decide to do is fucking written. And you're going to do it and it's done, and you live with it, and you move on. Everybody makes mistakes. We're all human beings, and as soon as everybody can empathize with everybody else because we're going through the same shit,
0: a lot of the everybody same wants
1: shit. to be at the top, but nobody wants to be at the top by their fucking selves. Mm. But nobody wants anybody to get to the top before them because then they might not look back and put their hand down and pull your ass up. So it's a dirty fucking game.
3: Well, as my brother says, and this is what he was trying to teach me when I was going through all that shit, was the high tide raises all ships, right? Yeah, so, so just
1: wait out in in the water where, that's deep enough until the tide raises for you to bring your ass in the shore.
3: I mean, you just have to work together to strengthen the community you're in and just lift everybody up, and everybody should be doing that. And you know, Columbus comedy has so many wonderful things to it. A couple things also that you know could probably be worked on, but well,
0: the factions.
3: Mm-hmm. So I think that um, this community is pretty good at calling out somebody that isn't deserving to be in it. But yeah. I can see also how that would go too far.
1: But who's not deserving
0: to be in this community?
3: Well, somebody that's an asshole, or somebody that is like
0: we're all
1: assholes.
3: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, that was a bad answer. Know? Well, you know, there's
0: certain there's certain levels of conduct.
3: I have done some they-
0: fucking drunk shit before.
3: You but know, we're just, all friends. Not even with like, not even with any malice.
1: But I've done some like on the borderline bullshit that people could have just called me out and been like, "Yo, what the fuck?" But it was just drunk Gilly doing dumb shit. Thinking that we well, were better friends you than we were, out,
3: you know. But that's the thing, and you're good.
1: That's the thing. If a mob of people are just throwing piles of shit on you, who are you going to respond to? It doesn't matter if you respond to one, because this is how it happens. A person will post something, and then one person will comment, and then if you try to defend that, then there's five other people that are commenting why you're commenting for that one person, and then you have five. O- it's like an argument with your girlfriend when you just keep. You can still on
3: her. come out of you're that. Just, on top, she's going to come
1: back with so much firepower that you're not having one argument. You're having sixteen to fifty <laughs> fucking arguments at one time. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. The best thing you can do is cut your fucking phone off and save you some self esteem because you're not going to win that one. It's a perfect victory if you do because now you got fifty motherfuckers you can argue. I mean, with.
3: no, you can. I mean, this this. Scene but why is, so is very... it worth
1: it? Is it because worth because it's the open argue? to
3: change? Yeah, I mean, if it's not worth it to you, then me fuck and it.
1: Jay, there's been plenty of times I'll I'll text some shit and I'll sit there for forty five minutes and Karen be like, don't send that shit, don't send that shit, and I won't send it. <laughs> But what me and Jay do is I ain't gonna send that shit. But when I see you out on the streets, I'm gonna come to you and I'm gonna have a conversation. You like a fucking human being. Because it's just a misunderstanding. If that's all it was, if you just sit there and try yeah. to fight the mob, it's gonna, it's gonna snowball you and you're gonna end up looking like a bigger asshole than if you just caught that if person you don't one-on-one. It, right. If you catch that person also, one-on-one, yeah, and then they bring their friends into it because their friends, yeah, I told that motherfucker fucking, and then they come at you. Now you talking to another person. So now you go talk to that person. Cause I've been in the bar and somebody pop up and be like, "Man, I heard that motherfucker did." I said, "Man, have you ever had a conversation with him?" No, but I heard. Go fucking talk to this person. You don't. You you you're making a a, a personal assumption off of somebody else's bullshit.
3: Right. Yeah. And you miss. And I've had to have that. conversation You might miss a some times.
1: information that you just really need. Some vital shit. If you're a comic and you're not hanging around somebody, they might. Because we know people that know how to fucking shake and move. They might not be right. necessarily the funniest person around, but they know they that business part. And then there's other people that are. Fun- if we just come together, we could all fucking get the fuck out of here because me and Jay had this conversation all the time. Columbus has so much talent, but we work against ourselves because everybody feels like, I should be the one.
3: No, I'm not
0: the one. Or they pick but people I, they, they, I they I like over one. people who are actually like,
3: and I'm, I, okay. Yeah, I'm, I like, this you want. I Because I yeah. feel like we're going to really make some headway here. So I know a lot of comedians I'm friends with a lot of comedians. And I was really surprised when I heard that, like the, some of the comedians I fucked with didn't fuck with the other comedians I fucked with. Right. I was like, really? Like, this is like the most welcoming community I've ever been a part of. I love everybody in it.
1: How many of them have you asked? Have you ever talked to that other person?
3: Well, I know, I know, you know, both people intimately, right? So, and then, you know, there's issues I can't solve and I don't want to, but I'm still friends with everybody. I try to be the people I do fuck with, which is most people. Jay is a
1: firm believer in, I don't have to be friends with anybody to work with
3: with you. But you have to know that a lot of people are not. We can be cordial. I can see you Feel and, not, you know,
1: way and ha- be mad at you position.
0: and not just. Oh, I know there are people in this city who don't fuck with me. Like, I absolutely. Absolutely. I know people yeah. who are threatened by me. I know some people who uh, don't like something I said at one part of time or my stance on a certain issue. My, some friend, people, my
1: friend didn't agree with what you said, so I'm
0: standing with them type shit. Yeah, and I got to tell you from my my deepest heart, the long way, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, get to know me on your own. Like, if you're gonna dislike me, dislike me because okay, so I. You just, can't, that's,
1: you that's a, that's a do both false those em- things though. It, you can't, can't say false... fuck
3: you and then also get to know me.
0: Oh, like just be
3: like get to know. Okay, me speaking. Somebody's known Jake Cokes for you know. No, fuck you shoot, first. I feel like I get know for know a fact yeah, <laughs> that he is not above. You're not above learning new things and expanding. No, not at your all. Horizons. but some
0: people absolutely think that's all. You
3: have been written off pretty quickly by some people, but also, yeah, I mean, you do. I but mean, you're you a six, foot next six fucking black.
0: Here's dude. the thing, the way I feel about people who dislike me and have have decided to write me off. Congratulations. You played yourself. Hey man, like I don't I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Like that's the way I <laughs> like, If
1: anybody doesn't like you, it's probably because they don't know you, and it goes back to that shit. Somebody told me this or I I read this on Facebook. Hey, man.
0: Listen, listen. I was pulled off of an episode. I was pulled off of a fucking, I was supposed to headline the Berkey show and got pulled off of it. But, and they know me but you understand the business some other people the, yeah
3: you do understand the business and this was right when it that's that like shit last happened. night we've been to we've been to i don't know how many
1: clubs and we've always been comped and then there's that one time where you go to a spot and they don't comp you and you got to pay hey man if that if it means that much to you, it it doesn't mean that much to me. I'm gonna pay you and I'm gonna move on. But I I know next time when it's time to come back or you want somebody to do something, I know you don't have to worry about me because I'm not coming out there to you to pay me twenty dollars more than my damn tab was and you was only giving me a little bit. You know, I mean, come on, man,
0: fuck the dumb shit. When it's small shit, let it. No, be small I feel shit. like I feel like the people who. So it's not even it's not even a fucking I hate you thing or something like that. If you don't like me, cool, stay where the fuck you at. That's all right. If somebody you like more than me dislikes me and you decide to go with their opinion, that's cool. Stay the fuck over there. Yeah. But the people who everybody who I come in contact with, who I work with in, in any capacity, whether or not it's comedy, photography, whatever the fuck I'm doing. Like everybody who I'm gonna have, I'm gonna leave you with a good rapport from our interaction because if you actually get to know me like i'm not i'm not an asshole i'm not i'm I, I, I might not agree with you and i might say some shit that you don't like but it's not coming from a place of trying to be an asshole to you or trying to be mean to you or trying to make you feel bad how i feel about whatever i feel about is just how i feel about it
1: well i i, I, I was at a show one night and somebody called me an asshole and i was like how how so and they explained it to me, and they were absolutely correct because they told me, you know what an asshole's gonna say what's on his mind, and he's not gonna worry about how you feel he's just he's not trying to offend you he's just telling you how the fuck he sees it, yeah, and doesn't sugarcoat and then in that aspect, I am
0: an asshole I because
1: an I'm asshole not gonna too. sit around so and you. listen to the bullshit I'm gonna get right down but there so,
0: like tell you and assholes. so here's the thing. Assholes as a, as, a, as a as a as a grown ass man, I'm a grown ass man, so like if you don't like something I say to you and it makes you feel some kind of way. That's not me being an asshole. I'm a grown ass man. i am always be respectful first because everybody gets a baseline of respect with me. So until you show yourself undeserving of that respect, I'm going to treat everybody respectfully. So that means I don't have to like you to work with you. I don't have to, to, we don't have to be best friends to get some money together. I don't have to like every last one of your fucking jokes. For us to be friends because we're comics and you're at Mike's working on material. Also, as a grown man, I weigh my words. And I, I'm I, like I, I as I've well, that's grown the, that's the thing. As I've grown, I've learned as to like say grown, shit and not say shit. Like I learned to like really like So things. when I say so for me it's like I wouldn't say fuck you if I didn't mean it. But if you gonna write me off and you haven't even personally like dealt with me, fuck you. Like, yeah. It's just Yeah, I don't wanna deal with that I don't small wanna, yeah. minded type of situation.
3: And I always feel like those things can be remedied. Or you should at least give it your best shot if you care.
0: I'm also like, welcome to Pod Row. Welcome
1: to Pod yeah. Row. Mm. With Jay Cox and Gilly with KLP, Kelsey mm-hmm. and Trey. Trey, 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 Trey. You sitting over there all quiet. I told you, you don't drink all them goddamn but listen, beers. But listen, <laughs> uh,
0: but hold on. Before we go on, I just want to say, like, everybody doesn't have to like you. You don't have to get along with everybody. It's okay to have people you don't like. That's right. And that's okay.
3: That's okay. It's
0: okay for people not to like you. That's cool too. Respect me though. Respect. That's all I'm saying. Respect me. Give me the same kind of respect you, you, you asked for, uh, we don't gotta be buddy, buddy. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll
0: speak to you because it's just the proper like thing to do. And it's like, I there are people I dislike and they did. They seriously don't. They have no idea. Cause for what? They don't need to know. <laughs> That's how like there's people around me who think that we have a perfectly fine relationship, and we I get do it. because it's professional and, it's, and it's, it's courtesy. You're in the same community. That's a fucking gym right there. Yeah, but I don't, I don't treat you any differently. So how the fuck would you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't like you. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like is, but you're a human being.
3: You, you don't go. have to act yeah. on it.
0: And I don't have to be snooty to you either. I can just be around, like, I don't have to like you. I've grown to just
1: hold and reserve my opinion of you until I can figure out what it is exactly that I don't fucking like about you. Because sometimes (laughs) there's some shit that I see in me that I don't like. And I'm like, okay, this person going through the same shit. That's why I don't like you. But now, now I love you because I know that we share... A common denominator. I do that
0: too. You know, it sucks about sometimes when people who like don't like you, and you might end up like getting to talk to them down the road, and you get to figure out like those people were pretty fucking cool, and you should have been you should have been friends <laughs> well,
3: So yeah, that's the backbone of my philosophy. You right met there. them at the wrong time. I never really you know. try to judge <laughs> you anybody. Met them
1: back at the right time. Yeah. That's why I say some it's not about because everybody's going through shit and mm-hmm. it's crazy because you don't determine what your friends going through at the same time in life and we all going through shit and then you meet people they going through shit and sometimes you meet people you click with and sometimes you meet people that you just don't like off the top for some fucking strange reason.
3: Can They're I circle cool. back to something? Circle. Um. So, yeah, you were talking, well, we were talking a little bit earlier about um the factions that seem to exist within the scene. And one of my goals for this year is to start going to more shows outside of the 270 circle, because I know there's shows out east that are happening like every other month that I really want to check out. And uh, yeah, I mean, do you guys Sounds think like that
0: the Booker in you?
3: You, well, the comedy <laughs> fan also, you know, I want well,
0: to. Well, danger's out talking. there doing shows. Yes, uh, anything danger's doing, road realist. Hey, I did a show um, out with danger. Fucking uh laugh it up. And hey, I had a great set. Now, hey man, I got to give a shout. Out. Rj being a lot of different, uh, not Rj. Uh, JR? Jr. Jr. Yeah,
1: but danger. Hey, there's been I've been on a think couple I know shows danger. with danger. Oh yeah, danger.
0: <laughs> We're gonna have him on a show. Okay. Super cool, danger. David Smith. Yeah, and
1: like I don't know, it was just every time Danger was around, like at at the finals, I would fuck
0: up. He's a genuine person, bro. Yeah,
1: I I got to meet him and hang out with him for a little bit, and you know we were on the same show, and it was funny because I had a good set, but it just wasn't what the fuck you you know I really wanted to do. And then I sat down and I watched his set, and I was like, <laughs> I was like man, that was a good set. He's like, thanks, man. I was like, yeah, no, that was. He's like, you had a good set too, and I was like, yeah, but yours was different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying cause he's a polished comic like that's just cool as shit man a lot of people sleep on he builds a lot of good shows too he does too. man he's, he promotes a lot of shit too and he yeah. also he also takes a lot of young comics that really need some direction and he shoots them off in the direction they are supposed to be
0: you
3: god bless I mean? those people
0: yeah you should meet him uh, we should have you guys linked but yeah we're gonna have him on the show soon so
3: okay what's up. I, yeah, I can't yeah. even picture him I don't think I've seen him on the Facebook sphere or anything
1: well, shit. Yeah, so once again, we're going to catch us out on March 21st down in Wheeling, West Virginia. Where are we going to be at? What's the venue we're going to be at, Kelsey? P.T.'s Lounge.
3: P.T.'s, like P-T's Paul, Lounge. Like Paul Thomas Z. P.T.'s Lounge.
1: P.T.'s. That sounds like something off of Grand Theft Auto. I've been, I've been playing
3: GTA kind of looks like 5. it, too.
1: P.T.'s Lounge, baby. Well, hey, man, do they do they play blues there?
3: It's going to be drink special. By any
1: chance, do they have any blues in the ju- Do they have a jukebox? Or are they gonna They're
3: going to be- have a DJ for the after party. They're going
1: to have a DJ for the after party. What about for for the show? We're going to have some intro music and shit. It's going to be real fancy.
3: No, I'm not paying anybody extra for that any shit. Any drink special? We can, we I'll pay you, I'll play you some shit on my phone if you really want. What song you want to come up to? <laughs> yeah, I'll pick it. I'll pick it. Don't <laughs> worry. I'll pick you something great.
1: Oh shit! Coming to the stage, ex-Chippendales dancer coming out of retirement because his light bill is due tomorrow night. <laughs>
3: All right, before we get out
0: of here, I want to do my uh, my new special segment, like uh, album of the week, and the album of the week mm. is um, Black Pumas. Okay, uh, let me find the name of it. There you go. I now. Oh, dude, I shot for him, and I'm going to shoot for him again.
3: Is that them? Oh, my God, really? Yeah. That's an amazing song.
0: Oh, they're so fucking dope. Black Pumas uh, album, Black Pumas. Uh, self-debut album. Fucking amazing. It is like a mix of like- Self-titled. There it goes. I knew there was a word missing. Self-titled. It's like a soul and jazz and- Blues got together in a room and decided to just have a good time. And uh, then there, some lyricists ran up in the party. And uh
2: okay,
0: what's
1: your favorite song on the album?
0: That
3: well, you saw fucking really
0: Black bad. Moon Rising. You saw him perform yeah, live. Was, I shot. I shot them.
3: It has to be a cover. No, I seen. A...
0: No, it's not that song. No, 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 no. All different no, joint. No, no. no, no, no.
2: Yeah, I told you she's listened to the album. Trey tried yeah.
0: to put you in the game, but
2: you yeah. did not so listen. So you're hip,
0: you're hip to the you're hip to the black plumes.
2: Oh yeah, I like colors. I yeah,
0: black. All my eyes. favorite colors. That's yeah. my shit. Yeah, so. <laughs> They're from Austin, Texas.
3: Jay's been singing lately. There's so know. many good bands from Austin, Texas.
0: Oh, so many good bands. Hey, did uh, you hear uh, Gary Clark Jr.? They, they shut down that uh, festival.
3: That's what, yeah, that's South that's
0: by South Southwest. South. Yeah, that's rough, bro. That
3: fucking sucks, dude. I went there three, two years ago because I, I went down there for my best friend. They got down comedy day. down there. Yeah, like last year. I know. I know a couple of people down there in a comedy scene. Um, but yeah, so I went down there two years ago for St. Paddy's day. Cause my best friend lives down there and St. Paddy's is my favorite fucking holiday ever. And um, he was like, you know, South by Southwest is happening this week. I was like, no shit. So it turns up St. Paddy's it was 90 degrees outside, which I've never experienced before. Right. And we waited in line to like um, meet the cast of Isle-, Isle of Dogs. Cause they were debuting the movie down there. Mm-hmm. So I saw like Jeff Goldblum, Bill Murray, Few other people. It was so much fun. That South by Southwest is so much fun, and it kicks off the festival season. So the fact that they're canceling it for coronavirus is going to like set the precedent. Yeah, and you know, so the next one's Coachella. So if Coachella cancels, mm. but the thing is, well, too, Ca-
0: Coachella was kind of over after Baychella, so it was kind of they, they, they're a new entity. No,
3: they're still they cease white kids to, exist. Want to do Drugs. They
0: ceased to exist when the queen came through. Like I don't know if you've seen Homecoming. That ain't the album of the week, but it should be.
3: I mean, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, if they cancel or not.
0: Listen to Black Pumas. Check them out. They're dope. about to go uh, shoot for them again in Cincinnati? That'll
3: be a lot of fun. I bet that was a great show.
0: Yes, amazing show. I got some uh, terrific shots for them. I'm trying to. uh, Hopefully, I get them to like sign my prints.
3: Yeah.
0: Cause that'd be dope.
3: Yeah, I mean, because they're your prints, too.
0: They're my prints. So,
3: oh, yeah. yeah. Do you get any uh, tickets or anything for this?
0: I'm show? taking Tia down with me. <laughs> so I got in. I got I get in, and I get a media pass. Yeah. So I get to to you know, wander around everywhere.
3: You just got
1: to I said on. he went last year. He got in trouble. <laughs> he got in trouble. She's like, you know what? You can go next year,
0: but... Nah, it's, it's good. She's going to go down there with me. I'm glad she's going to get to see the show, too, because we'll
1: have she it. I just, to, I just man, been
0: playing the music all the time.
1: They party in Austin. Though. Austin is, like, known as, like, Oh, my gosh. So uh, I was just reason, down there for fucking ACL. Yeah,
3: you were down there for that. I've been yeah. trying to get yeah, down there Yeah, but for she that. was at Radio home. She was at home ago. during really that. that, and
1: so you got to experience it. Yeah, man. Hey. They do things different in Texas, man. Let me tell you that.
3: When I went down for South by Southwest a couple of years ago, actually I was on the plane, like getting ready to leave Columbus. I see Mark Lucas and his wife walking down, the ex-wife now walking down the aisle. I was like, dude, what's up? I was wearing a whiskey bear shirt. Like, yeah, you know this shit. Then we ended up linking up in Austin, having a couple of drinks. It was cool.
0: They're dope. Yeah. They were, yeah Mark's yeah. fine He's out in Louisiana now I need to go visit him That's right He said right. I can, said I can come down there? there I can look I can, Down there with the fucking uh, Laura Saunders Kamari and, uh, Yeah They live all in the same house They told me to come down Whenever I want to And I just was like Alright I'm gonna come down I'm That would be I'm such a fun go. time Fuck Oh yeah. my god
3: yeah
0: All you of those guys should. Dave Lewis Like that's my fucking guy
3: Kamari was the only one I kinda knew And then Mark of course
0: Kamara started there. The reason why
1: you could never come out to a show and just watch a show, because every time I showed up and just wanted to chill, you show up, you, you go up. up. How the hell are you trying to
0: get better and you ain't going up? That was just my, listen, you show up, you, you go you. up. <laughs> come, come out here to, to hang you. out. Shh. We don't hang out. We work around
3: Hang this
1: business. Yeah. So, man, shout out to Kamari Stevens for putting that in them in a dude's head to make sure he pass it on to the next generation. Because you know why you got it? Because Uncle Gilly passed that shit on down. People popped up trying to chill and Kamari's shit.
3: Kamari's young though. He's just he's so Kamari fucking far. Ahead.
0: He was just in Paris and Germany. Yeah. Yeah. You see
3: that? Oh, yeah, I, did I was
0: that. watching this story. It's great.
3: Can you believe that? I love Good it. Good for him. I love it. Me and Karen he were watching TV. He was
1: on Viceland back when they first came out, too.
3: There's yeah. been a couple people on Viceland. Yeah,
1: Laura Saunders and uh, Travis Irving. Travis
3: been on it. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Travis didn't even know he was on there. They had to send him his check. His check hadn't made it to the house yet. And I was like, man, I saw you on TV. He's like, what? They get the call. I'm like, where's my check?
3: Travis is awesome.
1: I, I voted for big, Travis. Uh, me
3: too. I sure did. Yep.
1: We need Our that, friend Travis we need Irvine kind of... for the
3: podcast listeners and may not be familiar. He's a comedian. He's from Bexley, Ohio, and he's awesome and hilarious. We need to really get him on by. the show. A
1: politician. Is and he's he also, also a
3: politician. I don't he, know.
1: He might be here. I'm right. going to hit him up. I'm going to hit him up and see.
3: He ran for mayor of Bexley when he was 18 years old, and he didn't win, but then he made a, com- a comedy album about it. And it's good. And then he ran for governor of Ohio a couple of years ago on the Libertarian ticket. And he got about, I think, 70,000 votes. I voted for him. I, I fucking love Travis. Be my governor. That'd be great. So now every time I see him, I call him governor, which I don't know if that's an asshole move or not, but I truly sure believe it.
1: Look I'm on my shelf. Right here. You don't see him, Travis Irvine, stick. sticker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I there see. it is. Yeah. Yeah. I get down. That's my boy. He's great has been plenty of nights I had to take Such Travis nice drunk-ass home. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of governor I want. He's so, like, uh, an, an adult that he knows I, I probably need to get a ride home. So, like, he'll get a ride before he gets drunk. And then, you know, he knows he got a ride so he can get drunk.
0: Here's what I like about him. He's so smart that he can make fun of it. <laughs> like... He he's so smart, like like he, like you. He's making a joke out of politics, but you know he fucking gets it. Yeah.
1: That's the yeah. you know there's yeah, some weight he to what he's telling. It. You. It's not yeah. just a joke. Yes yeah. it's, it's some real shit in there, right? And that's yeah. he
3: is one of my favorite jokes in the whole scene. I I've seen Travis him, go up but... with
1: just nothing and just make a whole twenty five. He has such
3: up. a hell of an energy too. He
0: does. He has
1: amazing.
3: He has an energy. amazing energy on stage.
0: We'll get him I, on the show. Yeah. He'll come by. I'm texting, I'm messaging right now. He's probably close. <laughs> if not, he'll be here for the C Bus Festival, probably.
3: Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that coming up. That's that's exciting. Yeah. It's new. It's the inaugural year. Who is this? Nikki Winkleman and um, Tom Plute, I think.
0: Uh, I'm not sure who all involved. I think that's Pat Deering. Cool.
3: I think is Pat part Diering. of it. Maybe.
0: Amber. Hey, listen, I'm Pat sure. Deering is fucking
3: hilarious, dude. Another comedian has gone into politics. Pat yeah, Deering
0: is fucking hilarious,
3: and he's so he's so fucking smart. And that's his it. heart is such in the right place. Yeah, and he's going to school be a lawyer just so he can sue cops for being pieces of shit. And like, I'm totally behind that.
0: Fuck you. Yeah, that's <laughs> motivation. <laughs> he hears this, he's like, I didn't even know that's why I was going to school. <laughs>
3: Nah, no, he'll tell you just to sue
1: these cops now every cop is gonna pull over Pat Deer like
0: I
3: heard the yeah, podcast this, this podcast might this need shit. to be edited heavily
0: they, oh yeah it's gonna be this podcast is <laughs> Co- a very long podcast production. and we talked about a whole bunch of shit from a whole bunch of different Isn't angles it?
3: yeah but it has been a terrific
0: it. fucking angle uh, I'd like to thank you for coming out tell us man, the people nice. where they can find you at.
3: oh man thank you so much for having me um, so Kelsey Lane Productions is Facebook backslash at Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y, Lane, L-A-Y-N-E, E-N-T, short for entertainment. So Kelsey Lane, E-N-T, on Facebook. Yeah, see? Yeah,
0: that's what's up. So you're going to... So you're going to, on top of building shows, you're also going to book comedians into venues and get us all out of our day well, specifically, job. Specifically,
3: Everybody's looking around. at me. I don't understand. I was telling Trey this earlier. I don't know why people think I know. Because you fuck have doing. the power. I don't know. Get I think my heart's room, in the right dude. place.
1: Get the fuck See? out of that room. There you go. <laughs> Just slowly slide back in there. It's all right. One day you're going to come out and be like, why did I keep going in there, Trey? Trey, it's your fault because you can't let me go in there. I always try to get her out of it. Kelsey, do that shit, man. Do that shit.
3: I'm trying. I love you guys. I want to see everybody succeed that's worthy of it. I know so many people so worthy of it. And uh, it'd be fun just to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, we got to. I would like to see that in your future and our future too. That's cause. what's up,
3: man. Coach, you've been with me since day one.
0: Dude. Yes, I have. And I I whenever you call, I come. Whenever like you call me for a show, I know it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good energy. <laughs> You're my dude. You're gonna treat us well and we're gonna have fucking fun.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I take a lot of pride in how I am as a producer and a booker. And yeah, man, it's all love.
0: It's yeah, all like love. when with those shows I ain't willing, like you got us a hotel room. We was like, well, here's a you got a hotel room and there's breakfast tomorrow and here are some passes and
3: That wasn't alcohol. all me. Like, that wasn't all me listen, at all,
0: but you I have was happy to show. have you there. I am appreciated of everybody who helped put that together. It was a terrific, terrific time. And like as a comedian, they showed us love and it was all love through the whole tour to tour. Like every, it was a terrific idea. It was just, it's,
3: I liked Yeah. It. it was a really great idea. All Ron Scott's brainchild.
0: I like what you did when we brought came down to Willing and you gave me the guest spot uh, for- Oh,
3: I was so happy for, for you to the it. You
0: were raising money for-
3: Now, that was a Calisthenian production show.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying. For, yeah, still,
3: raising money for the Ohio Valley Gay Prize. Yes.
0: Yes. Shout out to them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Is that when
3: I headlined? They're wonderful. Yep. That was the same show. Okay. See. And now it's I didn't even know I was giving back to the community. And shit. See? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about doors. that? Money for nothing. In the chicks. Well, mm. they've since closed their doors at the end of Jan or February. So I had to, you know, I actually thought I'd be done putting on shows down there once that happened. And then that same night, the night of our last show, February 8th, we walked down to P.T.'s Lounge. And it uh, was with the shit, and, and I chopped it up with the owner because it's it's notoriously a um, quote unquote hood bar.
0: Let's get it. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. So, um, and you know, it's,
1: I only do country. It's Let's an, It's go. an interesting
3: part. <laughs> it's an interesting place, but a woman just recently bought it, so I feel better about doing you know a show there, and and I think it's gonna be a really good time and completely fruitful and progressive. And um, yeah, so it was kind of serendipitous how that happened that night. I was ready just to be done with it. And then we walked in this bar and then fuck, let's book a show. And that show's happening Saturday,
0: March 21st. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We're going. All right, Trey, where can the people find you at with the good eats? Where's the, where's the, where's the good food, bro?
2: Uh, you could probably book through our, uh, catering production over at, uh,
3: Wittenberg, Wittenberg U- Trey, Trey's a sous chef at Wittenberg University. Yeah. Trey
1: was like, I thought you were going to leave me out. I didn't, I didn't need to be prepared for this shit.
2: Yeah, we got a catering production. We always try to get stuff in Springfield, cooking. him.
3: He does always cook a lot of cool yeah. stuff at the crib, though.
0: Yeah. Hey, we got to have you. Uh, you should. I would like to invite you out to, I don't know, let's have a barbecue this summer, bro. Oh yeah, let's have uh, a Podro barbecue. Well, uh, know, a gangster party. Be fun. So they can usually Fourth of July. Yeah, a gangster party.
3: Fourth of July won't be here. But what? you guys have fun.
1: Oh Fourth of July, y'all won't be here. I thought yeah. you said Fourth of July won't be here. I was like,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Corona's Fuck's got what? us all. <laughs> With the earth, Corona's got us all.
3: It's not uh, impossible.
0: Well, True. <laughs> All right, is there anything you guys want to say before we go?
3: Um, I just love you guys. You two are my favorite people in the scene, and I feel like I'm really good friends with you, and it's awesome. And I really like you guys. I already said that. I'm a little drunk.
2: <laughs> yeah, thanks <laughs> for <laughs> having us on, man. It was yeah, a lot thanks of for fun. coming. We're going to have
0: you on again. I feel like you're, you're We're right down the street. Yes, we'll have you on. Yeah,
3: again. just call us up. We'll be here boring the viewers.
0: Nah, shit, every so Not, Not once I get done editing.
1: Hey, man before you start that uh what's going on March 13th Friday the 13th it the WTF World Federation thumb wrestling uh event popping off
0: the elevators yes oh, the Friday man. the 13th who is the reigning? who is the master Mr, Mr. Gilly. Gilly show sure enough is, is did you know that I was the but the there'll be a new reigning Thumbrest, there'll be a new champ. I think I heard Champion. something. You think you heard something? Somebody's oh, you know, coming you know for they the told belt. You you about me.
1: Look at this magnificent Somebody's
0: belt. coming for the belt this, Friday the thirteenth. This came
1: from Nintendo. A you new know, champ all the will be crowned. Shit, that is where I got my thumbs. And Blake
3: Quince hosts that Blake Quince? Shout out to Blake. Blake.
1: Produces that show. Such a good guy. Fuck it. He is. Yeah. Shout out to Blake. Always doing. Do he also does uh, like now. the little media art for us and stuff on the podcast, uh, Podro. So yeah,
3: nice. I didn't know. And that. Shout out
1: to Blake for keeping us popping, baby. Man hey,
3: of many talents. Friday the
1: thirteenth, March thirteenth. I need to see you in the house from what is it, eight o'clock on down, man. We're gonna be out there grinding until there's another champion crowned.
0: And in- after that, you can see, or is it before that, the roaster Kyle Dotty. Uh,
1: Well, actually, the Roast of Cowdowdy is before at 8 o'clock. And then right after that, we're going to do the World Thumb Wrestling Federation. Well,
0: hell yeah. You heard it here first.
3: And what bar can both of these things be found at? Elevator's
1: Tap Room down on 4th Street in Columbus,
0: Ohio. 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 (laughs) Three blocks away from the bus station. Greyhound.
3: Greyhound. Greyhound. Greyhound.
0: Maybe four or five blocks, you know. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for everybody who came back to the episode. Since this is your first time, come back next week. We're going to have some more shit for you.
3: Happy who are you? Happy Women's Day.
0: Yeah, happy National Women's happy Day. Happy
3: International Inter-
0: Day. International. Thank you for Wednesday. being on the show, Kelsey. Fuck Thank, yeah. you. Thank you for being our first female this guest. This
3: woman thing I've done today. This has been Pod Row. Who are
0: you? I'm Jay Cox, And I'm Gilly. We'll see you later. Peace. It's a pleasure for-